to I am Hunter. Okay, um, welcome to I am Hunter. Um, we've got um, Garrick Cameron, uh, who's Lord of the Lettuce, correct? Sometimes, Name yes. Correct. <laughs> else? The Lord yep. of the Lettuce, yep. Um, also, uh, at the moment, running as a candidate um, in Hewan. Yep. Yep. For this year's uh, Special Simons Party. Yep, and uh, and a member of and and obviously a, um, a candidate as well for the SFFP. Yep. Uh, we spoke to Robert Borsak a couple of weeks ago, which was pretty cool. Uh, we don't really want to delve deep into politics at this stage, <laughs> so we just want to have a chat to the lettuce, you know, yeah. to, to to you and um, and kind I've of never go through. Spoken to a lettuce before. <laughs> <laughs> really, I do all the time. <laughs> I'm the most talkative one you make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess I guess the first question is, Lord of the Lettuce, um, are you a vegetarian? No, no, no shit, not no. a vegetarian. No, no. Well, that would make him a although, although I did, I I did, I have actually tried it once. This Sheila, who who worked on lettuce farm, she lived with me, and she was a um, mad vegetarian just for her health reasons, like yeah. she couldn't eat meat. And um, so when we were always cooking stuff on the barbecue, and um, she was really good. She wasn't. She never tried to push it on us. But she said, "Oh, one day she's like, can I make you guys a meal, like just so you can try." And honestly, it was it was it was really really good. Yep. And um, I thought maybe I'll give this a go. Like I'll try anything sort of thing. Yep. And so yeah, I went vegetarian once for two weeks. Found <laughs> two it, weeks. I found it pretty hard. Yeah. Like, Did just... you last the whole two weeks? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. that a goal to do two weeks or? No, nah, there wasn't really a goal to start with. It was yeah. just like I'll just try yeah. it and see how it goes. Yep. But yep. she was like cooking a lot of the food for me. So then it, when it becomes like me cooking the food, I just couldn't do it. Like, yeah. And just... you're like ribs are really good. And, and steak there's and... that too. Yeah. 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 Bacon. If someone cooked a barbecue, yeah. you were gone. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So no, definitely. Vegetarians, by the way. Yeah, I know. They drink a beer and they're gone. Someone cooks a barbecue off them in the snack. Yeah. Well, depends on which way you're inclined. So yes, no, not not a vegetarian. Good, good, good. So by way of intro, tell us a bit about you, mate. Um, pretty much, I I started my working career as a diesel mechanic. Yeah. Um, I did an apprenticeship down at Kingborough Council. Um, and I then I moved on from there, and I did that for nearly eleven years, and then um. I just got over the the repetitive, like stressful day to day sort of stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just threw just handed my resignation in one day. Just thought I'm over this and just wanted to do something that didn't involve my brain so much sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, so applied, no thinking jobs. Basically, yeah. Just, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just go out there and just, just work. But yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um. So then I, I applied for this job in a lettuce farm, and that's how the whole Lord of the Lettuce thing started. Yeah. And that was brilliant. That was like a really good balance for me because I was being really active, but I um I was also like fixing the tractors and working on that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I did that, and then um then I bought a water truck, and uh, oh I should say I started filming my my stuff on the lettuce farm, yeah. and then put it on Facebook, and it just sort of went from there. And then yeah, I bought a water truck and stopped working at lettuce farm, and then um yeah now I'm a business development manager for a towing company, but still the whole lettuce thing it's sort of. I don't know, it comes and goes in ways. It just depends what's going on in my life sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. But um, yeah. that's pretty much me. I'll, apart from that, I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty normal sort of dude. Yeah. Mrs. and three kids and yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. about it. Yeah. yeah, cool, cool. So um, with with the, the lettuce thing, yep. like obviously you hit popularity pretty quick. Yeah, in, in thinking like 12 months, it sort of went, yeah, in 12 months, I think I got like, it was just under 100,000 followers. Yeah. And then after that, so I think it's been going for like two years now. I think after that, it just sort of uh, it dropped off when I left the lettuce farm. It didn't, yeah, it didn't yeah. jump. So people bit, were interested in the lettuce. 
I think it was because there was more like there was you know, I was working with like a dozen other people yeah. and it was just I think a lot of it was about my interaction with the other people sort of yeah, thing. Okay. Whereas now like I have to be a lot more professional and like I'm, I'm I've always said I'm a product of, of my environment. Like yeah, how yeah. I carried on a lettuce farm, I can't necessarily do in my day to day life now. Sort yeah. of thing. So. so you've cleaned up the lettuce. I never, so I never <laughs> yeah. watched any of this stuff. Like I'm, I apologise, but no, no, I've never put, watched yeah. any of it. So I don't get it. What was the whole lettuce stuff about? What did you do? So I, so it started off like Snapchat, and yeah, it was okay. just, and it, Snapchat hadn't been around that long, and um, it was just like me, like driving the tractor. Um, there was another fella, um, Cody there. He was like my, he was my Robin's my Batman sort of thing. Yeah. So, Does um, he know he's Robin? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> he's, but, and, but he's the exact opposite Sorry, of Cody. me. <laughs> he's the exact opposite of me. He's like this really um, like introvert, sort of shy, timid sort of guy. Absolute yeah. legend. But it was sort of good. He was the yin to my yang. And then we had, um, yeah, he had other people working. We just had this awesome crew that just used to get stuff done. And we just used to, like, we, I think still we hold the record for like the most amount of lettuces cut in a day and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and we just used to pump That's out the work. That's a pretty serious record. It, well, it, it, in Tasmania, I should say. So, and, there's, so there's, and there's not heaps of people that do it. I mean, and, that, and that's not like including the mechanical. Yeah, yeah, like we did yeah. it all by hand. Are, are there like adjudicators or anything? No, no, that? that was that was basically me just sort of figuring out <laughs> who else cuts lettuce by hand, and yeah, yeah. And yeah so. This is me going. I cut the most. Yeah, lettuce. Yeah, 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 pretty much. I am unchallenged. <laughs> but no, it's it's, and then it was just yeah, it was us just. You know, I was, I was pretty rude and raw and, you know, like I was, like it's involved a lot of yelling and swearing and that sort of stuff, but yeah. it's, that's sort of just, yeah, how it all started yeah, sort okay. of thing. Yeah. Mm. People watch The Strangest Stuff. I found that. I, it was weird. I get asked, like the first podcast I think I ever did was with Darren Petty and he, um, he asked me, he said, oh, do you think it ever, it'd ever, it'd get as big as what it did? And like, without trying to sound too cocky, I, like I, because of that reason, I sort of, I thought that it would. Yeah. Like, yeah. But that, yeah, like people watch some weird shit. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. do. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like we post stuff up on our Instagram stories and stuff like that. And sometimes like, I've had this conversation with dad and with Tash and I'm like, why do people watch this? Yeah. <laughs> why do they, like, I actually don't know yeah. why people watch this stuff because yeah. it's, most of it's just normal day-to-day boring stuff. Except when yeah. dad, when dad does stuff. a story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Real stu- yeah, yeah. yeah, real stupid things. When dad does a story, he'll sit there for 30 minutes watching over it laughing at him. <laughs> hey, if it's funny, I don't know if it's funny. I actually do that a bit myself. I never, ever used to watch my video because I was... <laughs> Maybe I'm getting old. It's like a dad thing. I it's a dad thing. No, I, ne- I like I- this guy. <laughs> I never used to because like, when it first started, I was like... Every day I was putting out a video sort of thing, and then yeah. I think that's why it grew so quick. And then now it's I might, might be like once a week or once a fortnight, it just depends what's going on. Yeah. I never used to watch my stuff because I was too busy like the next day, but now I do like I'll put a video up and then I'll be sitting out in the bar having a smoke or something. And the missus will come out, she'll, and she'll be like, Are you watching yourself again? <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, yeah, but... I can't help it, I'm hilarious. <laughs> Watching yourself. Yeah, I've been caught a few times. I don't want to talk about it. I get caught out because, like, I'll post up stuff that I think is completely normal. Yeah, yeah. Like when I so I tanned up some, um, like I didn't tan them up. I just dried out some little rabbit faces that a girl gave me to not weird. Yeah. And I posted it up on there, and like I just. I was trying to figure out what to do with them. How I'd never done it before, and so yeah. I just put some salt on them and I put them on an oven tray and I just left them yeah. on the kitchen bench. Yeah. And so I posted a story up of doing it, yeah. showing people in case they and wanted she to looks try it out. Super serial killery. And I had, I had like eight messages of people being like, "What? Yeah. Are you doing that for? Like, what have you got these rabbit faces for? Or yeah. What are you doing with rabbit faces? And I'm like, I thought it was just a completely normal. Yeah. 
and it's totally normal to just do that. And then the neighbor's kid came over and that's when I thought, yeah, maybe this is a bit weird. Because he was like, he's like, like why is there rabbit faces on the kitchen mat? And it was, was it the day before we had a whole deer up there that we were cutting down? Yeah, that kid's definitely scarred for life. Yeah, yeah, and he was was asking all these questions because we had a a forester up there and a deer that I'd shot uh, under crop protection here. Yeah. And, uh, so both of them carcasses on the on the table ready to be cut up. Yeah. Jess, no Jess had anyway. knocked one leg off already. Yeah. And he's like his eyes are like, you know, like possums in the spotlight. He's only, yeah. like, he's only like four or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's not that old. What is that? Oh, that's a kangaroo. A kangaroo. Well, that's and a lie. The first thing dad said to him was that's the other neighbor's kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the kid was just like No, the better bit was because Jack thinks it's normal too, yeah. her son. Yeah. And he like Charlie came over, he's like what is that? And Jack's like, it's rabbit faces. <laughs> and he's, and like, he's just like, why would you kill a rabbit? They're so cute. And Jack's, and Jack's like, like, oh, my mum's using them to tie some flies. He walks <laughs> off like it's nothing. I have to, I've talked to my young fella because he comes with me hunting a lot as well. And I yeah. say to him like, you know, and he gets really excited. I'm like, you know, I know you want to tell your friends like, you just got to be careful with this stuff because yeah. to a yeah. lot of, it can be a bit, you know, full yeah. on sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, we. I've had that conversation a couple of times with childcare and things like that that Jack's gone to, and I've gone yeah. to, I've gone to turn up to pick him up, and they're like, oh, so Jack told us this story, you know, about how on the weekend you guys all went hunting together as a family, yeah. and I'm like, yep, and they're like, yeah, and then he told all the other kids about how he's <laughs> shot the deer, yeah. and I'm like, yep, we eat them too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think luckily in Tasmania we're still not people are still not far separated from the farm no. or. It's still rural. From hunting yeah. and, and things like that, we're we're still got a small enough community yeah. that most people come in contact with it somehow. Yeah, there's a big difference when I go to Melbourne and I talk, oh, yeah. I, I talk to people in Melbourne and yeah. and they're like so far separated from yeah. it. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's abstract. You know, that's what surprised me so much when I when I went to New Zealand. Yeah, was we're driving down the street and there's like blokes with buggies and quad bikes with like strapped to the front yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, this is Brit. Like, it was, it was yeah. just yeah. the norm. Yeah. And everyone was just, like, cool with it. And I was like, oh, this is so good. Like, if you did that down here, they'd be... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 We, we, actually, we went to, like, a restaurant or something and we were wearing yeah, our camo. Yeah. Yeah. And we had people going, oh, how'd you go? Did you get something? Yeah. 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 It was so good over there. Yeah. Or, like, driving down the highway and there'll be a ute full of pigs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, like, hanging up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was an Italian restaurant, like quite quite a yeah. good restaurant, you know. We we we, and we were wore hungry, our camo. You know? yeah. So it was like, oh well, you know, I'm not getting changed. Yeah. You know, it's too far to go back to the farm and so we, we just jumped in there and the and the, the waitress chick, she was over the moon, yeah, wasn't she? Wanted she? To see yeah. pictures of her you know, and show also. me the pictures yeah. obviously, you know, yeah. listen, I hunt with my dad and yeah. you know, Yeah, it's really good. It is good. New Zealand's completely different. It's what Australia used to be like. Yeah. yeah. You know, what what I remember when I was a kid, you know, you you could freely talk about hunting with anybody. Yeah, yeah. Everybody kinda knew something about hunting yeah they knew where their food came from they knew hunting w- could be a part of that if you yeah. wanted to be, wanted i'm it to pretty be. sure they've also got some program in there it's either in childcare centers or in like kinder or something like that which is teaching kids about firearm safety yeah they have right. like little cardboard cutouts of guns and targets and animals and stuff like yeah. that it's all about teaching them the safety around firearms so yeah, not sure. pointing at people and yeah. and all that different stuff just because they know yeah. that it's so common that kids are going to be around firearms yeah for sure that's a program that they've got and i think that kind of stuff is awesome yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I agree. I was the, yeah. like, I've 
like the whole lettuce thing, I didn't put anything on there about hunting like at all. I didn't. Yeah. Not that I was, but I know that for that reason, a lot of people get a bit funny about it. Yeah. And I thought, oh, it's just, I don't want to have that argument or anything. Yeah. yeah. And then, so it's only been in like the last probably six months, I think I went out, I was walking up the back to go and get some rabbits or something and put that on my Snapchat. And yeah. then I thought, you know, I'll test the water sort of thing. Yeah. And I had all these people message me, oh my God, I didn't realise you hunted stuff. Oh no, everyone just assumed to start with it, like it, it was new to me. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, no, 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 I've been doing phrases like, oh, we love you even more now. Like, it's brilliant. <laughs> and I was like, oh, maybe it is a bit more accepted than, yeah. than yeah. what yeah. I, I sort of thought yeah. it was. But yeah. mm. Did you get any backlash from it? Nah, 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 actually, not, not at all. Um, well, I think <clears throat> a lot of people that follow, it's only been recently I've been thinking about it, a lot of people that follow me, that they're sort of they're very similar to me sort of thing like yeah. similar interests live you know similar ways to me so i think hunting is sort of falls into that category of person yeah so it just sort of fit or it's easily accepted yeah, yeah yeah exactly like i'm i'm pretty rural and pretty rough around the edges sort of thing yeah and i don't want to condemn hunters or make them sound bad but like yeah, a lot of yeah. a, lo- a lot of people a lot of farmers like you know and that sort of stuff shoot and yeah, yeah. Pre- yeah, you know. So I think yeah. It's... Well, I don't think that you're gonna have any of the kind of uptight vegan, you know, activist types following you. I don't. And the other thing <laughs> is, like, I'm pretty like, uh, not that it happens often, but if something like irks me, like, I'll just I'll tear it to shreds. <laughs> like that, there was a thing with the Hobart City Council with the parking meters yeah, and then trying to get. Yep. Um, seven HOFM to play Metallica. Not that, that irked me. I was just, <laughs> just sort of. So like, if and I have no problem like having a debate. Like I, I enjoy a good debate as much as anyone, but I can't stand like all the videos that you see on YouTube now, where there's like a vegan um, activist trying to change someone's mind, yeah. Yeah. and they're just in their face talking yeah. over the top and all mm. sort of stuff. Like I'd have that conversation with someone for sure, but not in like the militant sort of yeah. manner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, I'm pretty good at that myself. Not that I do it to anyone but I, I sort of would if I had to you're denigrating someone while you're trying Ex- to yeah, exactly. prove your point yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't sure. like it either yeah. you know, no, like no. the girls watch and, and Kieran my son also they watch a few different people like US guys and whatever that do this kind of change your mind stuff and whatever yeah. else and that that stuff gets right up my nose and oh, I know yeah. that they try and make it a bit comedic you yeah. know and, and stuff like that but to me it's um, it, it's like you're taking the piss out of someone deliberately yeah. just to prove your point Yep. You know, when so in actual fact, you're not trying to prove your point, no, or you're not trying to change their mind. In fact, no, just trying know, to tear them down. Yeah, yeah, you're just trying to make them look like a, like an idiot. Yeah, you know? and the whole yeah. like, oh, you know, so what's the difference between a dog and a cow? And then they're like, oh, so you get to decide who's got more rights yeah. and this and that. And they, you know, then they pet these people try and justify themselves, and it's just like, so what you're saying is you're you're like the just the way that they talk. Yeah. Just, yeah, it's just yeah. just trying to make them feel bad. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. belittling them, and I just think. Love to punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> not, guy, not that I can don't follow. Yeah, yeah. follow on, on Instagram, and he's over in the US, and he's said that a couple of times. He's like, the reason that we have so many issues today in society yeah. is because people don't solve solve their problems what, with a good yeah, in the face. with a good punch. He goes, isn't he the same guy that whacked the guy at the servo? Uh, I don't, I don't Who was it? Was that that Bam Bam guy um, or? Garland. Yeah, but now there's this this safety wall of social media where you can just say whatever you like and know that it's just yeah. And if it ever ever gets physical or violent, you know, just safe places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. So did you grow up hunting? 
Ah, uh, yeah, pretty much my from as early as I can remember. Um, oh no, sorry. I grew up. I grew up shooting, not yeah, so much yeah. hunting. Yeah. I've, I've probably like um, so it's it's all been just like vermin control and crop protection and sort of stuff on our family farm. Yeah. Um. So as long as I can remember, <coughs> it was yeah spotlighting sort of thing. Um. And then it was yeah. So I've done it my whole life. Then I got my firearms license as, as soon as I could when I turned uh, eighteen. Um. And then yeah, I used to do crop protection on the lettuce farm as well. And then after a while, like no one in my or my old man, he doesn't um. He doesn't uh, like chase deer or anything or anything like that. Yeah. Um. Just shoots. Uh. So I had no one really to teach me how to hunt. So I spent yeah. ages like reading magazines and you know bought myself a gun that I could shoot deer with and and all that sort of stuff. And then just started out like hunting rabbits and stuff like instead of going spotlight. With a deer know. rifle. No 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 no, no, no with, with my twenty two. Not magazine. much left of the rabbit. <laughs> no, no. But no, so I started yeah instead of um. If you need new mask, face masks or rabbit masks. But no, so I yeah, I, I started just just um, I suppose stalking prey and 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 yeah, and that sort of stuff, and then um, yeah, slowly started hunting deer. And do you remember? Do, do you remember the first time you actually stalked something? Uh, yes, I yeah. do. I was with, but we we was we're, so, but we didn't. We weren't like we weren't out to shoot it. Yeah, we were just uh, my brother-in-law and I were um, spotlighting. And we looked up in this paddock, and it was it was pouring down with rain. You could see these two eyes, and we'd never seen like deer or anything before. Yeah, like oh, I think they're sheep. We're like no, no, they're definitely deer. And it was just perfect. Like the wind was blowing in our faces, and it was raining. So yeah. like our smell and the noise was like yeah. sort of kept kept away, sort of thing. Yeah. Um. So we left the rocks in the car, put our jackets on, and just took little um torches. Yeah. I think we got to within like thirty meters. These yeah. deer, yeah, like, right. wild deer, and it was that was the first experience I ever had of, of actually stalking yeah. on something. Yeah. 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 And just to get that close, and I think like we got that close, and then it was it was that point of like, hang on, what if they turn us? Like, I mean, <laughs> the odds of that happening are like are so little. So I think in the Let end, like, stomp by deer. Yeah, you know? I mean, I was just waiting to become like another statistic, but <laughs> so we were, like walk, and it was it was brilliant. Like that, you know, that they'd be eating away, and they'd look up and look around, and we'd be like laying down yeah. in between these crops, and yeah. then yeah. and it was just so good. And then you know, we got to the thirty meters, like what do we do now? Yeah. And then I think we just both jumped up and just like boo, and yeah. they just sort of looked at us and. Yeah. It sort of went off, but that that was the first time ever ever sort of like accidentally stalked a deer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, that's the part for me that that's a load of fun. I mean, yeah. Um, Beck has has only just started hunting recently, even though I've hunted since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, and she's always supported it, but yeah. she's she's never been actively involved in it, yeah. other than kind of processing food and stuff like yeah. that, which she's always been involved in. It wasn't until she um, got left out on a couple of big trips that she was like, wait a second, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. something's not right here. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And the, gir- the girls are going with me on all these trips and whatever, and, and yeah, and I got in trouble. Anyway, um, so, you know, just recently I, I, I've taken her out over the kind of last 12 months. We've done a number of um, first just kind of um, just stalks, not to actually shoot anything, just to get in on. And it's that part of it which yeah. I think captures someone. Yeah, yeah. It's it, when it's you get yeah, yeah, when you yeah. get really close to something yeah. and it doesn't know you're there. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, you don't have to shoot it. You don't yeah. have to do anything with it. Yeah, you just have to be able to do that. I've and, got a. Oh, sorry. Keep yeah, going. go on. Uh, I've got a video. Um, the first time I took my young fella uh, up when the stag season was on. Yeah. Took him up. And which was like, it was it was, it was was amazing, but it did my head in as well. Like, I'm really, really pedantic with stuff. Like, if I can walk quietly, whoever's with me should be able to as well. Yeah. Sort of thing. <laughs> like, if I can not step on this, like, yeah. bit of bark, yeah. no one else should. Yeah. And that was, it was so hard because, like, I'm like, oh, this is brilliant. You know, like, father-son bonding time. 
he was having the best time of his life. And then he'd like make a bit of noise. I'd just turn around. I'd just see why did I bring you? Like, you little turd. Then I'm no, no, hang on. That's like you know, it's oh, he's uh, well, he's eleven now, so it would have been like no, uh, nine, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then, no, no, you know, he, he, he's just sounding like he's learning and all this. And then I'm like, oh, he's got to reassure himself. Yeah, yeah. And then like, and then, I, then I'm walking. You're ruining him. Yeah. Yeah. You can't leave him in the bush. Yeah. <laughs> but that was good. And then we were walking along, and um. And uh, we come, we sort of, we, we were hunting in the morning and, and it came to sort of like the end of it and it was getting pretty warm. I said, I'll go back and have some breakfast. So um, we're walking back <coughs> and down this bit of a gully, there was a, a, a kangaroo. And um, and I stopped. I thought, oh yeah, we're hunting. So I bugger it, I'll, I'll roll the smoke because we'd finished. So I was standing there and I rolled a smoke and, and he was like, oh dad, there's a kangaroo down there. I was like, oh, I said, go and see how close you get up to it. And watching him do that was, yeah. and he got within like, you know, for me, like, well, for me to your way sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. And that was brilliant. Like, him and all this camo yeah. gear just yeah. sort of walking down and he'd look and he'd stop and he'd freeze and he'd be there trying <laughs> not to, like, wobble over. And, yeah. and he got so close. And then he came back up and he said the same thing. He yeah. was like, I can't believe how close I got to yeah, it. Yeah, how close yeah, I got. Yeah, yeah. It was like, I could have jumped on it. I was yeah. like, I'm yeah. glad you didn't. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely the, the that, that stalk sort of thing. For yeah. Sure. Like, I think that's one of the reasons I like bow hunting. Yeah, because we'll you get so close. Yeah, mm. I've, and, I mean, I've never done to. it. I've never done bow hunting, but I've so always wanted fun. to. Yeah, we only started. But no, like it's a it's year fun, and a half but ago. it's just like you said with your son, it's yeah. flipping frustrating. Yeah, yeah that's because she <laughs> has yeah. no patience. <laughs> like we've like, gone bow hunting on two different trips yeah. overseas. So we went New Zealand not last year, but year before, yeah. and South Africa that year as well. And we were both supposed to be bow hunting both times. Yeah, she gave it up within a day. <laughs> I get to 100 meters and I'm like, I can freaking shoot this thing through three times over. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still going to get another 60 meters closer. So neither of us got anything in New Zealand because it was just too hard. Yeah. And then South Africa, I spent four days hunting um, Anyala over there. Yeah. And she was supposed to be bow hunting. She's like, no, nah, screw it. I'm getting my rifle out. And she goes, why don't you just get the rifle? You could have shot this thing already. I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. And what was even worse is when Tash actually did shoot the Nyala. And she, she got it well, but they couldn't find it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah and, it got uh, away. Oh, yeah. like it didn't end up finding it at all. Well, we did the next day. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. 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 But that, that yeah. sucked. That was terrible. I like, having to leave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I hardly slept that night. Because they were like, no, 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 the shot was good. It was just a little far back. It'll it'll be dead by morning. Yeah. And I'm like, but I've never not got, yeah. like, yeah. never not got it afterwards. Like, yeah. it's always just dropped on the spot. Yeah. Because yeah. I've been rifle hunting since I was, like, 15. Yeah. And I'm like... This, this isn't okay. Yeah. Yeah. One of the and even our distance shots, sorry, Dylan, even our distance shots and stuff, we all usually have someone backing, backing yeah. another yeah. person up. So, you know, if if there's a chance you didn't hit it right, yeah. it's going to cop another bit of lead real quick. Yeah, you know? yeah. But and like with a rifle, it's, go it's got far. systolic shock as well, so it yeah. stops their heart. Yeah. 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 Whereas like with a, the animal over. Yeah, with mm. a bow, yeah. it's like, it's just real sharp. Yeah. 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 So you don't have that like hit of it yeah. going down. Yeah. Yeah, and it sure. did go down, and then it just got back up and ran away, and we were like... <laughs> yeah. They found it not far from where she'd shot it. It had, yeah, it had doubled mm. back and was mm. like 50 metres from where I'd shot it. Yeah, right. Mm. One of the funnest things we did on that tri- trip was bow hunting um, these little ground squirrels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> these tiny little ground squirrels live in these little holes. They dig little burrows for themselves. And Tash and I, like during the lunchtime I break, when you... <clears throat> I was sitting on the balcony after we'd been... Yeah. We, we, we had walked like 16 k's a day minimum, yep. right? <laughs> And I was knackered, sitting on the freaking balcony, having a beer. With and the guy. And there's this little ground squirrel. And I'm watching these idiots run around chasing ground squirrels. <laughs> and we were trying to 
and they're both. They were like having to try and stalk him and hide him behind these tree stumps and stuff. <laughs> I missed close. so many times. At like 10 and yards, thinking, I missed. You know, the, the bloody, they're, they're using broadheads. These things are like freaking 50 bucks a pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. these things are like this big, this little squirrel, like that big. Yeah. <laughs> I missed so many times and she was trying to get it on camera. Yeah. And every time I missed. Yep. And I'm like, what is going on? And I it's can't so get fun. it. And then I see it, like, we, we're up at the balcony again. And I see it, and I'm like, Jess, Jess is back. She's like, yeah, you're not going to get it. Like, I'm not coming down. We spent, like, almost two hours trying to stalk this thing around yeah. a spot that was, like, maybe 100 square meters. Yeah. Like, it was so small, but it just not kept even. dodging us. Yeah. Yeah. But by this stage, she's like, yeah, no, you're not going to hit this thing. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not coming down with the camera. So I'm there by myself, like, ranging it <laughs> 42 yards. Yeah. And I freaking oh, hit no, the ground squirrel. <laughs> and she's like, did you just actually hit that? And I'm like, yeah, I got it. And you didn't film it. <laughs> so, then, so then we cut it up and we put it on the fry when they had the barbecue that night. Yeah. And they're cooking up our dinner. And the guys are looking at us like, it looked like it's a rat. fucking yeah. rat. They're like, you guys are eating this thing and it's like a rat. It was and delicious. <laughs> we put some rice yeah, salt on it. some seasoning on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like up. chicken. I don't think they'll invite us back. <laughs> they're like these crazy Australian girls cooking up Jess a Just shot one off the, back of, off the back of the ute. We were coming back from a hunt. And she's like, there's one. Stop, stop. I've got my bow. <laughs> Shoots it off the back of the ute. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter what it is. So go, going, going back, um, uh, rewinding a little bit. So you're not farming anymore? Nah, I've so, I mean, the only sort of farming that I've done... Uh, per se, is, is on the lettuce farm. Yeah. Um, my fam- like I live on our family farm, but I try to have as little dirt of it as possible. Okay. So, yeah, only pretty Except much. Except for rounding up sheep last night. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I pretty much only cut wood and um and shoot on the place. And yeah, right. Do the odd bit here and there, but apart from that, I try to have nothing to do with it. Yeah, right. It seems like a whole heap of stress. Yeah. So farming is hard now. Oh yeah, it for is sure. Very hard. And it's hard. Like me and my sister, we get on like a house on fire with the best best of mates yeah. but then as soon as like if i go and give her a hand with something it's just yeah. like <laughs> it's just bad yeah real bad so now I, I try and stay away from it as much as possible yeah okay mm. okay and uh, like the farmer's relief thing like this thing oh, yeah. done over the last kind of week yep. um like here in australia at the moment just for everybody listening um we're right in the middle of the fires kind of towards the hopefully we, mm. we think the end of it um uh, you know, massive oh, yeah. fires in Victoria, massive fires in New South Wales. Yeah. Um, tell us about that, mate. And if you want to, also, if you're going to carry on with that stuff, yep. by all means, give a plug and 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 tell us what yeah. what you're planning to do. Uh so pretty much when it all happened, like when it first had happened, it was just like I was watching it and cool. The fires, uh, they tore through our farm when they came through Denali in 2013. Yeah. And we lost like 37 kilometres of fences and a shearing shed. We lost nine sheds all up and <coughs> all our hay. Um, yeah, just just demolished the place a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. It happened so quickly. It, it? it was yeah, it was mm. nuts. It was absolutely nuts. And the the biggest thing that I like remember is the old man was on it pretty quickly. He got onto our local um, rural supply place and brought as much fencing gear as sort of he could afford. Yeah. And then within a day, the whole place was wiped out. Yeah. And we were just trying to build fences just to like it was like right, everyone's alive. You know, we've done what we can. Let's try and start getting our lives back together. Yeah, yeah. And that was the hardest thing, getting like fen- uh, just getting the fences up. Like fencing sucks at the yeah. best of times. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've done a lot of it when I was younger. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. So yeah, like doing all that, and then we had people donate us hay and stuff. And um, so yeah, watching it all happen, I was like, shit. Like, what what can I do? Like, it just I wanted to do something. Yeah. So I um I thought I'll send um I started looking at sending hay over, 
and then I worked out the numbers, spoke to my brother-in-law, he's got a truck and a semi. Um, and to take, uh, to take the truck and the trailer from, from here over to New South Wales and back, it was going to be somewhere between like seven and a half and eight and a half grand just in fuel and the boat. Yeah, right. Which makes the load of hay just so overpriced. Like it would be better off trying to buy it over there or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then I thought, no, there must be another way. So I got onto uh, Monson Logistics. Yeah. I rang them up um, to a contact through work. And he follows my letter stuff, which was good. That was sort of a nice icebreaker. Yeah. I rang him up and he said, oh, this is what I want to do. He said, how can I help? And I said, well, I need a 40-foot trailer and I want you to send it over the water and I don't really want to pay for it. Yeah. He said, oh, shit, I don't know. Well, I've got to talk to the director. I'll, I'll get back to you. And he yeah. rang back like three hours later. And he was like, yeah, we're in. We'll send it over for you for now. We've got the trailer. I was just, I burst into tears. I was like, yeah, oh, man. Yeah, like, this yeah. is just brilliant. Like, that that was the hard part done. Yeah, yeah. Um. So after that, I was like, well, now I need hay. So... I went around to, uh, and, and, and a lot of people messaged me saying, oh, you know, I'll, can we give you money to, to buy yeah. this sort of stuff? But I was trying to stay away from that as much as possible because it can get messy and you get yeah, accused of yeah, things, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I went and saw uh, Rural Solutions, who's the rural supply shop down near me, yeah. um, and asked them if, uh, if, if, if we could use them as sort of a depot. People could come and drop stuff off if they wanted to. Um, and people could ring up and donate money to them, and then we could spend it on at on stuff there to send over. Yeah, okay. Um, and also, like, um, you know, like, horsey people tend to love horses, like, mm. a lot. Um, so, you know, people could ring up and buy specific items that they, you know, if they, yeah. they, they worry yeah. about horses, they could buy horse food and scribble messages on the bag of food and, and, all, that, and all that sort of stuff. Um, Pine, uh, Pinecrest, uh, was it Pinecrest? No, sorry. Global, global, Don't get the wrong thing. <laughs> no, 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 Global Poly uh, Water Tanks. I went and saw them and I said, oh, you know, this is what I'm doing. Uh, this is what I want to do. Um, can I have some uh, water troughs? And they said, oh, I don't know. I have to speak to the big boss. And they went and made some phone calls. And they said, yeah, come out. We'll, we can uh, give you some. I was like, oh, perfect. And went out. And they, so there's these 300 litre water troughs there. And they said, oh, yeah, we can, um, uh, you know, with these. And I said, oh, perfect. And they said, oh, yeah, sweet. And that's going. I said, "Oh, how many can I? How many can I have?" And they said, "Oh, only six. Is that all right?" Yeah. Six. That's brilliant. I was expecting like one or two. Yeah. So that they gave me a heap of water troughs. Um, I shoot us fish and farmers party. They donated cash. Um, to that we spent on fencing gear. There was yeah. there was three and a half grand all up that got donated to Rural Solutions, and then went in there, and then um, I was like, "Crap, what do I spend this money on?" Yeah, yeah. So um, we bought like so that, and we bought four hundred. Uh, star pickets. I think it was nearly two thousand, uh, like tie wires for star pickets. Yeah. Didn't buy any fencing gear or such because farmers are like, it's like a caliber of rifle. Yeah, like yeah, really, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. This is what I want. This yeah. is how I want it and, strung. Yeah, nothing yeah, else will yeah, do, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there was twenty six uh, square bales of lucerne, and uh, yeah, twenty. No, sorry, twenty bales of uh, twenty square bales of lucerne, and we got twenty six bales. I think it was round bales of hay between my farm and uh, Brim Creek Dairy. Yeah. That um and then yeah I was like well I need more trailers so I got onto Taz Heavy Haulage yeah uh rang them up and basically said this is what I want to do and I think he'd been been sort of a bit burnt with people stuff like that you know okay. people had been donating money and then you know he's doing all this stuff for nothing and it was leaving him in the lurch kind of thing. I think so so he yeah. said I'll put in an email and I was just real blunt I said this is what I'm doing I'm not taking any cash from anyone we're not you know nothing yeah. at all if you do it it'll like you've got to foot the bill sort of yeah thing. yeah he rang me up and he was like yep. No worries. So he sent down a truck. So that load that I was just describing, we sent that off and it got there like three days ago, I think it was. Yeah, wow. So there's still, and then uh, funny enough, I've been copying a lot of flack from people um, about doing it. 
What for? Because uh, Tassie's, you know, we're in a drought and hay's so hard yeah, to come yeah, by and yeah, all this yeah, sort of right, stuff. Right. We need to be it's keeping a, hay. Well, it was me kind of thing. And Pretty you much. Should, you should look after your own. Yeah, yeah it was a lot of that. Yeah. Which, I mean, I can sort of understand, but at the same time, yeah. like, I mean, they've got, a, like, these people don't have houses. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but, and so, and it, so after reading that, I thought, well, okay. I like, actually maybe... watched your story about that, the, the bloke and his missus. And oh, the, yeah. The fella, you know, you were talking about that fella that um, he, he said, uh, Trying not to get emotional here, and because uh, <laughs> it, it it pulls up, like I fought in fires in in nineteen ninety. I, I yep. come from the Central Table in New South Wales, yeah, and yeah. I was I was you know a young bloke back then, and um and the fires were atrocious, and yeah. I seen people cry in front of the houses yeah. as they were burning, yeah, and we pulled up on a fire truck, yeah, trying to take them away, you know, like you can't stay, mate, you no. know, and and there's grown men bawling their eyes out, you yeah. know, looking at their lives just destroyed you know and um and when you were talking about it really you know it spun me out too because yeah. i was sitting there thinking that that's kind of like all the people i grew up with they're, they're exactly the same it's like no i don't accept yeah you know uh, you know i'm not here as a charity case yeah. i'm not you know i'm, I'm my own man I, yeah. I do my own thing you yeah. know and uh and to yeah, that whole story was just, it was fantastic, you know. Yeah. And uh, it, great what you did, mate. That was just, yeah. that oh, was that's, just fantastic. A lot of, you know, a lot of people have been sending messages, oh, thanks what you're doing. But I don't see it as much as like, uh, yeah, that, I don't know, it sounds a bit weird. But like, I don't see it as that much of a big deal. Like, it's yeah. easy. But like, for me to film something and put on Snapchat, it takes 10 seconds or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that sort of stuff is easy. And a lot of people... I don't know, to me, it seems like... But it's I, nothing to do with the social media. It's the core of that activity that's important. Yeah, yeah. But I, like the people that like that yeah. I can... I, I suppose I'm just like a, like I've been providing a directory, for a lack of a better term, just putting people in touch with other people. Yeah, sort of yeah. But um, yeah, there's some crazy stories. to A lot of the yeah. stuff that I've been filming with it all, like I've had to wear sunnies or like... Yeah. Especially stuff on Snapchat, I'll start like... You know, feeling something, and then I'm just hang on, and then I'll come back with my sunnies on, and, I'll start, <laughs> and then I and then I start choking up, and then I think like the first the first one I did when, when Monson's Logistics rang me back and they said, look, we'll give you a trailer. Yeah, I was outside my bar and I started filming it, and then yeah, like my eyes were welling up. I was like, no, you can do this, and then, <laughs> and then I stopped, had to put my sunnies on, and then I started again, and then I had to stop, and then like the start of the next one, I was it. I was like, I was watching it back later on. I was I was saying to myself and filming. I was like. You can do it. It's just talking. Everyone talks just words. Like, it's like, and it was, yeah, it's like, it's, it's choked me up. Of, it's, yeah, I mean, it's choked a lot of people up. Yeah, some some yeah. horrendous stories that have gone through. Yeah, it's one of, the, sure. one of the things that's uh, irked me a little bit, seeing some of the donations and where they're going and things like that, is that people, it's almost, I saw my mum about it, and it was almost like people needed to see a picture of some poor kangaroo yeah. or a koala or something like that in pain and half burned yeah. to want to donate any money. Yeah. And there's all of this money that's being poured, like millions of yeah. dollars that have been poured into wildlife funds. And I 100% think that, you know, it's it's absolutely tragic what's happened to our native mm. animals and what's, and the amount of animals that have died. But you've got families that have lost yeah. everything. They've lost their entire homes. People have lost, lost lives. Yeah, 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 they've lost, you know, family members. Mm. They've lost clothes for kids to go back to school they don't yeah. have any food and even people whose houses haven't burnt down because of all the power outages they've lost everything yeah. because all their fridges have turned off and, yeah. and i just don't understand why people how people can't have that compassion in their hearts for their fellow at the humans. same time yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. there's but no like, issue with having compassion no, no, for animals, but, yeah. Yeah. but the, it almost seems like people are so they're, they're so caught up in what's happened with the wildlife that they don't even care about the humans anymore you yeah. know and that really 
it's really irked me. Oh, and to the point of making me making me bitter towards people that donate towards the animals, which shouldn't be the case at all. <laughs> you know, you shouldn't be bitter that, mm. that people are donating to help wildlife as well. But it just does get me. It really gets me. Oh, <laughs> one of my mates, he's like, he's... A lot of my mates are real like anti lettuce for lack of a better term. They don't. They think it's a joke and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And he messaged me, um, uh, at Jade like one of, one of my Snapchats, and he like uh, wrote back to me. He was just like, "Oh, dude, it's awesome what you're doing." And I was like, "Shit, that like means a lot coming from you." And um, oh, it was that one about the bloke's house burning down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and then we got talking. He said, "Oh, it's crazy." And he said, "It's just nuts." how people have just come together about this. And I was yeah. like, yeah, it's like it gives you, restores your faith in humanity. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it sucks. It's, it seems like that only happens. It's like the world just turns. Everyone's, you know, up, out for themselves. And yeah, just yeah, all that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then when something happens, it's like people snap back into being humans again. Yeah. yeah. You know, helping out their fellow man and, yeah. you know, yeah. all yeah. that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 Which for mo- for the most part, and this is the one thing, like I, like I was a rural kid, and it, it's always, it's always been... Um, something that I've found really strange, even though, uh, you know, in the suburban kind of lifestyle, you kind of just adopt it almost immediately, but yeah. you don't know who you live with. Yeah. You know, where yeah. when you when you live a rural st- lifestyle, yeah. everyone knows yeah. who's who's on their border fences, yeah. you know. Yeah. Everyone knows who, who, you know, who's, you know, five miles that way yeah. and ten miles that way. And, yeah, you, know, you live further and, away from and, people, but you know more people. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and, and you actually know them, you know. Yeah. You can ring them up and say, mate, my tractor's broken, you know. Yeah. Can yeah. I borrow your tractor for a couple of days, yeah. you know, yeah, and yeah. stuff like this. And and you've got that real kind of community, mm. you know, that's built over miles. Yeah. And yet, in suburbia, we find it hard in metres, yeah. you know, yeah. which yeah. is just... It's just strange how how that kind of works, that yeah. insular lifestyle yeah. in the suburban, you know, kind of factory that we live in, you yeah. know. Yeah. And um, which to me, you know, at some stage we'll we'll go back to land ourselves. Yeah. 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 And um, but it's funny know. because you're the type the type of people that want to live on land are the type of people that don't want to be around other people. Yeah, yeah. But then you do have better connections with yeah. people yeah. That are around you. Yeah, you do. <laughs> For sure. Like I'm that I'm that type. Like I hate having neighbours and I hate the fact that like you stand on your deck and you have to be looking in other people's yeah. backyards. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want people to be able to see me. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to see them. I don't want to see what they're doing. Yeah. I don't want to see any of that. But I would thrive in a community. Like, even when we go up to... Because we spend a lot of time up at Ross, um, hunting on a farm up there, doing crop yep. protection and stuff. And so, in Campbelltown, we're in Campbelltown all the time. Yeah. And so, having a chat to the woman at the cafe that we go to, yeah. you know, every yeah. time we're up there, because she does a hope of gluten-free food and I'm celiac. And yep. so... You know, that kind of stuff, building those relationships with people. Yeah. I love that about yeah. a small town. Absolutely yep. love it. Mm. But I hate neighbours. Yeah. Can't stand them. <laughs> That's weird. Like, I've, I was watching a uh, current affair or something. Someone sent it to me about this, these neighbours that were, like, at a, trying to kill each other, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I, I was only thinking about it last night. And it's weird. I know so, and so many similar stories, but not quite that extreme, of, like, um, one of my mate's kids would kick a soccer ball or something over the fence and the neighbor would be like stabbing it and then throw it back over. <laughs> Whereas, oh, just like extreme stuff like that or like, you know, the, like just really, really bad stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And it, like, like I could get, like my young fella could get on his bike and ride through, you know, a dozen properties yeah. all around and everyone would be cool with it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, you know, yeah. it's... Did you hear about the um, thing in West, was it Western <coughs> Australia? With the neighbours and the woman, she was oh, vegan the, or something, the, yeah, and she tried to stop the Oh, the barbecue. Yeah, the barbecue, yeah, 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 that's right. She took them to court. Yeah. Yeah, and then they had the great cookout or something like yeah. that. They had, they had a, hundreds of barbecues turned up on yeah. the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know all about bad neighbours. Yeah. 
Yeah. My neighbors parked us into our driveway because we came home late from hunting one time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah he parked yeah. his car over the driveway. Yeah. They'd be cool the police. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah. His car. Uh, yeah. We have lots of fun. I would have yeah. just towed it. Yeah. <laughs> but no. I said to her, I was like, it's not got a big bull bar on the front of the red yeah. ute that we've got. Yeah. I'm like, we could just push it out yeah. of the way. It was, it was 3 a.m. Dad sat on the horn for a while. Yeah. yeah. He didn't sleep well. Yeah. I was waiting for him to come out, and he just wouldn't come out. Yeah, and then the cops turned up, and then he had to come out, so that was fun. Yeah, yeah we've had fun with neighbours. Yeah. We'd love for you to join us and help spread a positive message about hunting. Become an I Am Hunter member and help keep hunting alive for future generations. In return, get a free t-shirt, exclusive member discounts, and win great prizes, including an annual hunting trip. Last year, one member scored himself a buffalo hunt in the Northern Territory. This year, we're sending someone to South Africa. To join, go to iamhunter.net. So tell us a bit about your hunting, mate. What um, you, you told us a bit before about oh, you started yeah. hunting or just shooting. Yep. Um, and now you, you kind of touched a bit about on, on New Zealand. What made you want to go to New Zealand for starters? Um, I've, okay, well, I'm, I'm from New Zealand. I was oh, born, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was born in Christchurch. I've lived here like my whole life. Yeah. And I think mum brought me over when I was like 18 months old, I think. That changes things. It does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it does, but I've, I've always been. Does go- everybody know this? Yeah, oh, it's pretty common knowledge. I, yeah, think. Right. I, I mean, I don't hide it yeah, or anything. Okay. Right, it's cool, it's cool. But um, yeah, so I, I've been going back and forth because I've still got lots of rallies over there. I've probably been there maybe a dozen times in my life. Yeah, maybe. okay. Yeah. Um, but never to hunt. And then we were up. We were up. Uh, we had a week um, up at Shearwater, staying at a, a timeshare up there with the missus and the kids. And I'd always, like, I'm always going on about, oh, I'd love to shoot a red, like, you know, love yeah. to shoot a red, rah, yeah. rah, And we were up there, and we were on the way, <laughs> on the way to that uh, go-kart place that's up at the Trove. Yeah. And we were driving along, and, uh, and the missus goes to me, she was like, oh, she's like, what do you got planned for Father's Day? Because Father's Day was coming up. I said, like, I don't know, have a beer, I, I, I don't know, when is it? And she was like, oh, rah, rah. She's like, oh, so you got nothing planned? I was like, well, no, like, that's such an odd, I thought, geez, that's an odd question. She yeah. Goes, she goes, oh, do you want to go over to New Zealand and hunt deer? And I just sort of like laughed. And then and, and there was like this bit of a silence. And then the young fella starts talking about go-karts. Him and I are there talking away. It's like 10 minutes. We finished talking. There was another silence. And this was like, so you, you didn't answer my question before. And I was like, oh, what, what were you talking about? She goes, oh, about going to New Zealand and hunt deer. And I was like, oh, I didn't, th- I didn't think it was like a question. Like as if, you know, like, you know, that's, of course I want to. Like, but yeah, yeah like, it's, why are we even talking about this? And she was like, oh, because you're going over there to, to hunt, a red di- uh, hunt a red stag. What? And she was like, yeah, I bought you a trip. You're going over there for like, you're going to be over there for Father's Day. And I was like, are you kidding me? And then like, I got like really happy and then I got really angry. I was like, this isn't funny. Like, this is, you know, this is, this is your version of a joke. And she was like, no, you are. And then I started to cry. And then I was like, and then like to the point where I didn't believe her. And like, I wanted to see like evidence that she actually bought it. It was just this mad emotional roller coaster. Yeah. And then, um, and yeah, so she was like, oh, booked it in. And then and she, so she showed me this, like the, the proof and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I was like, where am I going and who am I going with? Yeah. And um, and she said, oh, Zane from Broadside Outfitters. And I was like, all right, never heard of him. Mm. I was like, how'd you find him? Oh, I just Googled him. And I was like, all right. And I said, oh, is it is it like wild or is it in, in a park? And she yeah. was like, oh, well, I don't know. And then I'm like, thinking to myself, if she's stuffed this up, like, I've got to, I've got to try and act happy still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, but you know, just appreciate what, what she's done. I was like, all right. Anyway, so I got onto, I got onto Zane like straight away and I'm like messaging him and asking him all these questions yeah. and, and she nailed it. Like it was, yeah. the, it was the perfect hunt. I was the per- first person that he guided on this place, but, um, 
Anyway, yeah, so she said, oh, I'm sending you over there. And then it was this mad rush trying to um, trying to get everything organised. Like, I've got, like, I think I've got, like, three sets of camo gear. So I bought another set. Like, just, <laughs> I just, I was like, no, no. Just I, in case. Yeah, well, I bought, what did I need? Oh, my pants, that's right. My, my favourite pair of camo pants, the first time I ever wore them, I was stepping over a barbed wire fence and I ripped the crutch out of them. Yeah. And so every season I have to get my sister to, like, stitch them up. And then, like, they riff. And so I keep patching. Yeah. I was, like, not going over there with, like, half-ass gear sort of thing. So I went and bought new pants. Oh, this is, like, a different colour camo. I'll just get a top and I'll get it. And it just snowballed. Yeah, yeah. What did you get? Uh, like my gear well yeah. I just got all new spiky gear like yeah. everything yeah. absolutely everything um, and then I and uh, yeah I didn't bother getting new boots um, but yeah like so just got all new gear and then I went into the guys at South East and I was like look I'm going to spend a lot of money do you guys are you, help, are you keen to help uh, send me there oh I got a new backpack as well yeah um, and they said uh, yeah they'd be keen so they hooked me up with like heaps of stuff um, which made the whole trip uh, absolutely amazing. So, yeah. yeah, basically flew over there, didn't take my rifles um, because it was just after that Christchurch massacre. Yeah. And I was pretty, like, I was on a, um, a real tight deadline. Like, my missus had organised it so that I land, it landed at 5.30, went hunting for the five days, and then at the end of it, the Zane dropped me back at the airport and away I went again. Yeah. And then I was thinking about it, and I thought, this isn't going to work. Like, what if I get one on the last day or something? Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm going to be panicked. So I spoke, I got onto my auntie over there and I said, oh, look, I'm going to extend my stay, but like, I think it was like four or five days. And she said, yeah, sweet, come crash at my place. Um, yeah, so I flew over there and I was just so excited and yeah, got on the plane in the morning, flying over there and then body was all out of whack, waiting at airports and stuff. And then I was at uh, Melbourne Airport in the international part waiting You're to You were already out of whack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no time difference. No, I know. But it's just, like, I, I, like, I joke about it all the time. Like, if I, if I, planes just destroy me. Like, if I fly from Melbourne to Hobart, I, like I say to people in jet, oh, I'm jet lagged. And they're like, oh, you know, you don't, you know, that's not a thing in that distance. So I'm like, but it is for me. It just, it just crashes me. But it, so I was, I was in the international part um, at the airport and it was like 11 o'clock and I was so thirsty and I was so hungry and I went into this, this, burger joint and got a or some restaurant and got a burger and the only like oh you know not crafty sort of beer they had was um vb and i said oh that'll do get me a vb and it was a bloody long neck so i brought over this long neck this burger and i'm eating it and then i looked down at my phone and it was like 11 30 and i like had half this long neck and i was like hang on what am i doing i was like there's a time difference that's like 1 a.m in new zealand i get picked up in like like i'm hunting in like four hours in theory yeah or getting picked up in the airport <laughs> so then yeah got on the plane Landed at half past five, um, Zane picked me up and we just took off and I was, I was thinking oh, I'm going to sleep in the car yeah. and uh, yeah, took off and it was like, uh, it was about five hours drive um, up to Blenheim and then it was just out of Blenheim. Um, went to this place and then drove onto the farm and it was about 45 minute uh, drive to the hut, got there and got set up and then we went out and um, cause there's heaps of feral pigs and goats mm. as well. Uh, so the first thing I shot on this place was this uh, this pig, this awesome jet black. Uh, sorry, this goat, this awesome jet black goat. And it's the first thing I shot. And you I were was jet lag, mate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was I was so tired, like I was yeah. So I shot this goat, and I said to Zane, I was like, oh mate, that was a tussle, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's the weirdest looking pig I've ever seen. And then I said to him, I was just so pumped, and I thought it's weird, like he's gonna think I'm weird because it's the first thing I've shot, and I'm just he's gonna think I'm way too overexcited. But I said to him, I was like, man, do you mind? Would you mind like caping it out for me? Yeah. And he was like, yeah. But I will. And I was like, oh, legend. <laughs> so we, we caped out this goat and then, um, and that was good. And uh, went back to the hut. And then that night, I've never been so tired in all my life. We'd had a couple of beers and it was like 
10 o'clock or something. Yeah. And he was like, oh, we'll go down and, and back down to the, uh, the house and, and see the farmer. And I was like, all oh, right. And I was this close to saying, oh, you know, do you mind if I stay and go to bed? But I didn't push through. And I was like falling asleep in the car. And it was an absolute mess. But he got up the next day and, and just started started the hunting and I was the he'd been there before but I was the first person that he guided on, on, on this property yeah so we didn't have like the hot spots it was all new territory yeah yeah. so yeah. it was a lot of walking yeah and like leading up to the trip I had it in my mind I was like you know I'm gonna I'll pack my bag and I'm gonna just start walking around the farm up and down these hills I'm gonna train yeah and then yeah it was that first morning that I woke up and I'm laying there in bed and the alarm goes off at like 5am uh, or something I opened my eyes and I was like, I forgot to do all of that. This is <laughs> this is gonna destroy me. So, yeah. got all um. And New, New Zealand hills aren't like ours. Oh, it's just it's they're relentless. Yeah. It's so they're bad. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And the first day, like that's why I'm like, you know, keen to prove myself, and you know, I'm not gonna weigh the team down, so to speak. And I was just meeting him. And um, yes, we went out, and I, I'm just like wrecking myself up the up this hill. Yeah. But uh, you yeah, know, it's brilliant. And then. <laughs> we, uh, we we sort of got onto a couple and then we didn't see anything that was worthy and we saw a heap of does and then I didn't end up shooting the stag until um, it was the fourth uh, the fourth morning yeah and so it was a good thing I did extend my trip but we'd like it was it was nuts like, I, I filmed the whole thing and I've, I've put a little teaser out but I've, I've got to put the video together but it, in it like um, it was that morning like I got up I remember I was like all my stuff was soaking wet from the night before and we got up early, I opened my eyes at like 4am, hear my alarm go off, and all you could hear was rain. Like you yeah. could, We couldn't yeah, even yeah. talk, it was yeah. just pelting down. And in, in, in this video, like I'm recording myself, and I was saying like, it's it's mind over matter now. Like, yeah. And it, it, it was, like I, it, it was to a point where I was starting to think to myself, even though, I mean, I like to think I'm a good hunter, yeah, thinking, yeah. you know, why did you think you could do this? Like, yeah. you're not that good, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Which made it all so much sweeter when yep. it actually happened. But yeah. yeah, so I got up that morning, put my clothes on, and we... um. Well, uh, we, uh, we, we rode the quad bike down to this spot and then got off and we started walking along and, um, yeah, we come over like this bit of a ridge and I was just sort of like, I was almost at like the lowest of the low sort of thing. Like yeah. I was just, this isn't good. And then next minute Zane's like, grab me. He's like, quick, quick, get ready, get ready. Like, What's happening? And there's like, there's these three stags and I'm like, there's water in my eyes and uh, like everywhere. And I was like, oh. You're soaking wet. Yeah. And I, yeah. So, so I'm like, I've got my bag off and we were, there was like sort of this old formed, uh, wasn't like a road, must have been like a fire, fiery trap or yeah, something. Yeah, fire trail, yeah, yeah. Something like that. And uh, yeah, there was these three stags and uh, and he was like, oh, get get the one in the middle, the one in the middle. I was like, yep, sweet, I'm on. So, and he's like, set up, get ready, get ready. So I'm like, they were sort of playing with each other. Yeah. So I'm like laying down and I just I couldn't get up enough and then I'm up on my knee and then I'm back down. And <laughs> and, uh, and then, yeah, two of them um, were like, they knew something was up, they didn't know we were there. Yeah. And they came down and um, they jumped over this, or oh, the one that I ended up shooting before I shot it, jumped over this bit of a creek and come up and it was like, what, uh, it was like um, wandering along and Zane barked at it and as soon as he did, it just stopped and looked at me and then bang. Yeah. squeeze the trigger and it, it, so it was only like um i was probably like a 70 meter shot yeah. yeah so it was really really close yeah and um i was like bang like i felt so good in the shot and everything yeah and uh, it, it it jumps back like out of sight over this creek and i'm like yep you beauty and then up the other side just as if nothing happened like <laughs> oh, pants no. on. and i was looking and i was like what what's happened and then it, it was just silence and, and i was just standing there just watching this thing and then it sort of disappeared and then same like looks at him and he's like you, you hit that, yeah? And I, was like, and I was like, definitely, man. I was like, that was like mint. I was like, lung shot, like 100%. Yeah. Like, I definitely got it. He was like, yeah. oh, yeah. 
you felt good in the shot though and I was like dude I definitely got that <laughs> yeah. and he was like it's just the way it looked I was like I know I know <laughs> so then yeah we, we wandered up and then found blood and it literally it didn't get far at all like it yeah, just it yeah, just came yeah. over the, this yeah. bit of a crest and it, so it only ran geez, it wouldn't have even been 50 metres yeah. but yeah. it time, is surprising isn't it sometimes when you see that happen like I've, been, I've seen kangaroos do it yeah oh, like yeah. small kangaroos yeah. and stuff like this where you know you know you've, you've made the perfect shot yeah. and we've got up to them but they've run 50 yards yeah and their chest is open. Yeah, it just, they got just gone. In there. Yeah, yeah. We, we were walking like when we found blood, and then I was just like, "Oh, like yes, like I'm happy." Yeah. I knew that I hit it, but I'm like happy. Yeah, yeah. And it, we were walking on this side of this creek. There was just this. You now it would have been like a maybe an eight metre straight drop, and yeah. I'm walking along, and I'm like, "He's falling down there. He's, <laughs> that, we're gonna have to try and drag this out of there." Yeah. But it hadn't, and then we got it out, and then it was just I was like crying, and like this dude. You know, I've only known for like four days. I'm like wrapping him up <laughs> in like these in like these big hugs, and he's like, I went up to him, and he's like, think I'm gonna high five. He's like this, and I'm just squeezing him, and like, and just like crying into his shoulder and stuff. I'm just so happy, and yeah, it was it was the best thing ever. So, yeah. And then and yeah, it was lucky that I sent him a trip because I li- and everything was so wet. His, his car broke down as well. That's another story. So we had this quad bike. Mm. And um, the, the farm was gone enough to lend us, but it rained that hard that we couldn't get Zane's car back out to uh, to camp. Yeah. So we had the farmer's quad bike. And um, so we shot it and uh, and took that back and, you know, sorted out the meat and hung everything up. And then uh, it was raining that hard. The farmer had like this um, this little cottage sort of thing. It was just like mint. He said, oh, you can stay in there tonight if you want. I was yeah. like, oh, perfect. You know, sh- hadn't had a shower in like five days. Yeah. And electricity and all that stuff. Thought, this is going to be spot on. But um, we had to go back and get all that stuff. And uh, he goes, oh... <laughs> He said, oh, I've got a dog trail that you can take. So we had this tiny little dog trail like this. Yeah. Um, that was just all open. It had like a roof on it, but that was it. And these massive mud tyres just threw mud and crap yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So they gave us some horse rugs. So we had to go back out there and just like never been so cold and so wet in all my life. <laughs> got all the stuff and took it back. And yeah. yeah, when I got to my auntie's house, between like salting the skins and everything, like I just got enough moisture out of them and all that sort of stuff to bring yeah. back over. And yeah. I finished like washing and drying all my clothes, I think it was the morning that I flew back out. Yeah, so wow. it, was, it was so good that yeah. I like got that. How'd you go on the, on the plane bringing the stuff? So you salted them yourself? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. So all you did is salt them? So pretty much we uh, like we just took the skull caps. Yeah, yeah. So we boiled them out, um, yeah. bought bleach as well when we were over there. Yeah. Purely for the, I'd never heard of that before, but um, yeah, like they were clean, they just looked white as, but yeah, we, yeah, we poured yeah, bleach yeah. over just so they had a chemically smell, so they didn't smell, yeah. you know, meat or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the skins just salted them. Just tried to get as much moisture out. Yeah. Um, and then I just I went to Bunnings. I got uh, uh, washing machine uh, hose, water hose. Yeah. Um, and these like ten really really tough um, plastic bags and some duct tape. And then I just put like I had my red deer cape in yeah. in one bag, the rest of the red skin in another, the goat cape in one. Yeah. And then just cut up the um, uh, cut up this washing machine hose and put it on, over the points. Yep. Um. And yeah, and then just had that in like its own suitcase. I went in and got this um, docs form, which is like they're like equivalent of like a yes, agricultural yeah. service tas or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I printed out two of them. So I just had like this suitcase that had like, it was perfect. Like these three bags of skins, the like deer antlers cracked that are like across like that. Yeah. And then just like this docs form just on top. <laughs> and then I had one in my wallet as well. Cause yeah. I was like, oh, what if this guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, came into Melbourne and um, and yeah, the bloke was a legend. Like I declared it all and everything. He mm. said, "Oh, I've just got to have a look." Said, "Yeah," and he had a look. And he was like, "Oh, he's like, you do this a fair bit." I was like, "Man, this is my first time." And he's yeah. like, "Oh, this is brilliant. Like yeah. you've done really well." And I said, "I yeah. just try and had all my ducks in a row." Sort of yeah, thing. yeah. So that side of it was was really really easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good stuff. It was good. Yeah, yeah. 
But it was like I'd, that. That's the first time I'd ever been on a guided hunt. Yeah. And I remember, like, I I've always thought I've always had like, I mean, I didn't think it was a cocky attitude, but I always thought you know I'm a good hunter, and I always intended to go over there. I thought I'll get onto you know some public land or yeah. I, I can. Yeah. You know, I don't need a guide sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it was the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. Like, I, I when I um you know I've been doing it for a while, but then like when I came back in reception, I rang the missus and I was like, oh, thank you so much. Like you know yeah. this is the best yeah. thing ever. And I said, oh, I've learned so much. And she said, oh, I, th- I thought you were a really good hunter. I said, yeah, so did I. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, just yeah. always learning. The guides learning. over there are just so amazing. It yeah. was, and, and not even, not only like, I mean, you know, a lot of, I'm sure that a lot of people could be a good guide, but being able to like read the other person, yeah. And, yeah. you know, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like he could, like, you know, we were wandering along and then, you know, Zane could tell that I was getting a bit, you know, like if I was a bit knackered and then he'd come over and be like, here you go. Like, like <laughs> as if it was, as if it was some drug deal and he'd be giving me like yeah. Starburst lollies yeah, and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah sweet. And yeah. then like, he Let's just stop for a drink for a minute. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, and all that. Chat, you know. And, and yeah. like, mate, you know, conversation flowed really yeah. easy. Like it was just, yeah. it, it, it was yeah. amazing. And yeah. then as I said, like I didn't take my guns over. So we had a, um, uh, using a seven mil 08 and a 300 Winchester short magnum. Yeah. And, um, I'd never played around with any of them. And I'm glad that I didn't take my guns because, yeah, like I love the 300 so much that I brought one as soon as I come back. Yeah. And we were, um, and just, yeah, so much to learn about caping stuff out and yeah. like yeah. other tricks of the trade. And like my phone case, um, like these scope cam things, have you seen them? Yeah, yeah, yeah we've got yeah. I've yeah. never even heard of them before. Yeah. And then, yeah. and yeah, so he had it set up on the... on the um, Spotting scope. Yeah. yeah. And so he was like filming my kill shots and stuff. Yeah. And then, and I like, it was just, it just opened up a whole new world. Yeah. Like I was yeah. shooting goats and... Out to like I think eight hundred meters was like the furthest shot, and I never would have like when they started off. There was a mob of them. They were up on this hill, and it was like three hundred meters bang, and then they kept going out. Yeah. And then it got to the point. It was like yeah, like five six hundred meters. I was like, man, I don't know about this. He's like, haven't you ever shot this far before? And I was like, no. And he's like, well, you haven't missed. And I was like, <laughs> and it was like, and, and I'd never done. And you know, he's, he was putting like doing the calculations. Oh yeah, elevation, yeah. all this. Yeah. Click, 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 click. And I've, I've never done any of that. And yeah. just, yeah, right. it was yeah. just so good. It's pretty There's... commonplace over there to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because they, they do, they hunt big hills. Oh, yeah. You know, and, yeah. and gorges and valleys and stuff like this, yeah. which are, you know, quite steep. Yeah. And uh, and it's one of the things that, you know, it, it is an eye-opener for most people. Mm. If you do 100%. go with a guide over there, you go by yourself, well, you probably get something, which yeah. is great, you know, go, go for your life. But, yeah. Um, but getting a good guide, yeah. you know, especially one that's got a good setup, yeah. like a good rig, you know, to hunt with, yeah, yeah. Um, that's next level because you do learn stuff. doesn't oh, matter yeah. how long you've been hunting. I, I've been hunting for, I don't know, since I was about nine, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know. Like 130 years? Yeah, yeah. Well, back when, you know, we were loading the, the ark with Noah, the kids would say. And, um, but, um, but... You know, there's plenty of stuff you can learn. It doesn't matter who, who you yeah. go with anyway. Yeah. You'll always learn something <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. want to. Yeah. But but the guides, um, and it's one of the things that we've kind of always looked for as well, even with our, with our business with Hunt Shack, is, is looking for guides that have that something, that just that bit more. Yeah, that's, that makes all the difference. Yeah, that's, yeah. And yeah. it's not just about going and shooting something. It's just, not just about finding something. But they have that bit more. It's like it's like yeah. for them, it's it's not just a job or it's not just an activity. Yeah, it's a genuine interest yeah. as well. Yeah. you know, and they love to share it. Yeah, and that's the great thing about it. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you get one, get a guy like that. Yeah, that's the perfect perfect guy. And because also, you, like you, for us, it doesn't even matter if you don't shoot the animal you absolutely wanted to yeah. shoot. If you want to enjoy it, you will definitely enjoy it. Oh, you yeah. know, because yeah. those guys make it happen. You yeah. Know? 
Yeah, and, and for uh, us, we like to have like a bit of banter with our guides. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so all of our the guides. The piss are take like doesn't that. stop from yeah. start to finish, mate. It's... I was, uh, I only when I put the teaser video together for, for my trip over there and stuff. The first, like I, I got off the plane and then it's us in the car and like it's me over the camera. At this you can see Zane driving and I'm like look half asleep. I'm like, all right, we've arrived in New Zealand. Zane's a Kiwi, so he obviously he's a bit he struggles with language a bit. I turn around, I'm like, we're very happy to have you, Zane. And it was just like it was just bang. Like I was a bit nervous about that. And then after yeah, that, it was just yeah. it was sweet. But you're right, like that 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 just makes the apps like absolutely everything. Yeah, like, just makes yeah. the world a difference. Yeah, yeah. and I, yeah, I, I yeah I learned so much about so much stuff. Like even little things. Like as you know, I've been hunting a long time. Something as basic as like taping up the end of your gun. Yeah, it's raining. Yeah. 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 Never heard of that before. Yeah. Never ever in all my years. And yeah. so that morning that I shot the stag, we're, we're, we're getting everything ready. He's like, oh, you're all good. And I like, yep. Got the gun. And he's like, oh, pass it here for a sec. And he, he's looking around, like around the, this kitchen, this little hut. I was like, what are you looking for? He's like, I don't even Electrical tape. tape. Yeah. yeah. And, I was, and I was like, what do you want that for? And he's like, you put it around the end of the gun. And I was like, that makes so much sense. I was like, why have I never heard of that? You know, <laughs> yeah. otherwise no one ever told me. Yeah. Anyway, we didn't end up finding any, but we found... Um, uh, like those plasticky rubber earbuds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just have one of them in the, in the gun. That worked brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then found it after I ended up shooting this tag. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to keep this like sentimentally. And then I was like, I was walking back. I was like, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> but yeah, no, they, a good guide makes all the difference in the world. Like, as I said, I, I never had any attention of, of, of being guided. Like I was very, I can, you know, yeah. I but yeah. I'd take any opportunity like yeah. that. To, I mean, anyone that you go hunting with, they, yeah. everyone does stuff differently and yeah, you know, there's yeah. always stuff to learn. There's so much to learn too, like the different species, the landscape, all of it, you know, there's yeah. always going to be so much to learn and especially when you are travelling somewhere new that you haven't yeah. been and that you haven't grown up in and mm. things like that, it's yeah. so useful having someone who has got all of that knowledge because yeah. it takes a lot of time and effort that you've got to put in yeah. to mm. gain that knowledge yourself yeah. if you're going to go and do it yourself and I'm sure it's possible, you know, people can go over mm. there and they can hunt public land and yeah. Be successful. Yeah. But doing it with a guide is just like the next level, you know. Oh, for sure. One of the best things was because we hunted over there in the raw. Yeah. One of the best things was the guide roaring back at the deer. Yeah. And then them like replying to yeah. it. Yeah. And you're just sitting there like, what is go- you're speaking to deer right yeah. now? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he do he do all different types of them. Yeah. And like he'd croak at the fallow yeah. and he'd yeah. roar at the reds and they'd all be doing it back and you just yeah. like sit there like. This is amazing. Yeah, like, and yeah, I never sure. would have thought to do that. Yeah, yeah. and it, it, like it, it's kind of like the 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 Queenslanders and then certainly New South Wales and and even some of the guys in Victoria and stuff like that. They do experience it, but mm. here yeah. in Tassie we don't because no. we're not allowed to hunt the rut. That's my yeah. missus got me this shirt. Yeah. for uh, for Christmas on the back of it. It's like, do you even sleep in the raw? And I was looking at it like. When I opened it, I like had a bit of a giggle. Yeah. She was like, what? And I was like, well, it doesn't really apply to Tassie, does it? <laughs> and she was like, what do you mean? I was like, we don't hunt the yeah. raw. And she was like, what's the raw? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's all good, don't worry. But yeah, yeah Exactly no, right. We don't get to hunt in the rut. So, no. you know, which, which really sucks because it is an experience which is uh, just next level. Mm. You know, to be out there with the animals when they're like that, yeah. you know, it is next level. And, um, and by all means, you, you can still do it in Australia, no problem, but... Uh, but New Zealand, you know, with those high hills, you know, deep yeah. valleys, you know, when yeah. you hear the roar, yeah. man, it is just, mm. it yeah. raises the hairs on the back of your neck, yeah. you know. Well, it just makes you feel yeah. like you're back in, like, the medieval ages or yeah. something like that, and you've got the fog raising out of the valleys, yeah. and, yeah. you know, the sun's coming up over some big snow-capped hill in the background, yeah. and you've got deer yeah. roaring all around you, and you just yeah. feel like 
it's like I don't yeah, know, we've hunted the same property for a number of years now and, and it's our main guide that we use over in New Zealand too for, for hunt shack and and he's just exceptional he's yeah. lived on that farm for since he was a kid yep. um, and um, and it backs it backs onto doc so oh, yeah. the the actual public land's landlocked by farms. Yeah, okay. So the only way you can get to that yeah. public land is by the yeah. farms, through the or farm. So you've got to have access yeah. or mm. helicopter in. Yeah. So it's pretty unique from the point of view that it's unhunted, for, uh, with the exception of the people that hunt through the farms. Yeah. And, um, and so you yeah, get yeah. some unbelievable deer, yeah. you know, going through there. And, yeah. But, you know, and you... You obviously you hunt all through and you still got to put in the effort and the time and everything mm. else it's not easy but um and then on his side of it too you know he's done a really good job managing the animals as well yeah. and not letting too many be taken off because yeah. that's always the temptation when you do have property like that yeah where you've got that dock land at the back and see <coughs> really nice deer coming out of there the temptation yeah. is to yeah just and he realizes they're and... still free range so yeah. his his understanding is he's got a, based on what he sees at the start of each year He's got to limit how much he takes, yeah. 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 and he's been really smart with that. So yeah. um, he's, you know, like there's only a few fallow that get taken each year, yeah. um, and they're generally monsters like the one yeah, at the yeah. back, you know. Um, and and he's he's got an eye for it now over the years that yeah. he's, he's built. So it, it, exactly what you're saying before, you know, you, you learn every time you go with him. Yeah. Even though he's much younger than me, I'm yeah. still learning loads from him. Yeah, you yeah. know. And uh, and about what he's looking at, what he's looking yeah. for, why he's looking for that, and, yeah, and yeah. Um, because he's he's in it every day, yeah. you know, and it's just a great experience, yeah. you know, to be able to be a part of that. Definitely, but you can yeah. tell he's in it every day because he's a bloody mountain goat. Yeah, you try and hug with him, yeah. and he's like right yeah. up there, yeah. and you're just yeah. like holding the pack back. You're like, <laughs> yeah. but you feel like you're dying. A lot of I don't think what a lot of people don't realize is, and a lot of hunters, it's like try and like get the message across is. Yeah, you know, like uh, how you were saying, um, you know, he's li- you know he limits to how many deer he takes, probably yeah. stuff. Hunters and especially guides, even more so, are yeah. like some of the biggest conservationists ever. Oh, yeah. yeah, like yeah, but sure. a lot of people just think that's the biggest, you know, contradiction ever. Yeah, yeah. how do you but, kill animals to save them? Exactly, but like my my red that I shot, there was a there was a three of them, and it wasn't the biggest. And like I, when I was before I even went there, I was messaging Zane, and Zane was like, "Oh, is there something in particular that you want?" And all yeah. this. I just kept saying, "I said, man, I just want an experience. I want a story. Yeah. Like that was the big thing I was pushing. I just want to have fun." Yeah. And so yeah, there was there was a, a red that was heaps bigger than the one that I shot that was there, and it um, yeah after I shot it, he was like, "Oh man, you know, I, I know you probably wanted the other one." And I said, "Mate, I'd take that any day of the week on the second last morning yeah. to shoot that red, then come here and break some world record on the yeah. first day, like wander across it and you know yeah. half ass it sort of thing." Yeah. yeah. But um yeah, and as I said to him, I was like, "Man, I understand like you know need that out there, need those genes, let that breathe." I mean, if I yeah. shoot the biggest one, what's gonna ha- it's gonna struggle be a struggle next year, yeah. And the next yeah. year, you know. Yeah. So. Mm. People just See, don't get it. With Jess's one um, that she shot in New Zealand, it had what sixteen hinds with it. Yeah. yeah. And so she shot that. It had already had a chance to breed. Yeah. Like the the guy had said, it probably wouldn't have lasted to the next rut anyway. Uh, teeth were kids, down to its palate. Yeah. yeah right. It yeah. was so old that it it basically like couldn't eat anymore. Yeah. It was yeah. such like, a cool old stag, and he was so skinny too because he just rutted that hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, super like, good rut. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, well, the whole time, so we had to come down off this, like, ridge and then kind of climb down onto this little knoll yep. where we could see him. He was in this little bit of a valley with all these hinds and starts pissing down with rain. Just pissing with Dad's rain. Dad's trying yeah. to film I've got, this thing. I've got the camera, one of these cameras, right? Yeah. The sandwich bag. 
And you can hear the ruffling of the sandwich yeah. bag. You know, was, so I'm trying to keep it dry. Because it's raining, all the inside the sandwich bag it all condensed as well. And so Dad's trying to find the stag in the viewfinder on the camera. Yeah. And he's like, hide, 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 hide. And I'm going, you're right, you're right. I'm going, going, don't oh, shoot, don't shoot. shoot. <laughs> and then as we're, as we're laying there, we got thunder and lightning over the top of us and everything. Like, it was just such a mad experience. Yeah. And as we're laying there, me and Brad next to each other, over the top of this knoll, like down probably, what, 30 metres from yeah. us or something, yeah. this little 12 point just like pops up and just looks at us. Like he could have taken it with the bow. Yeah. Yeah. And it just pops up and looks at us and is like... You couldn't have. You wouldn't have been patient enough. He <laughs> <laughs> looks at us and then takes off. And this stag, he'd heard, because he'd heard him roaring, yep. the bigger one. And so he'd come in to have a look. And he's stomping his feet and he's kicking yeah. the ground and he's roaring into the rain. And it was yeah. just... It was such a, an awesome experience, yeah, wasn't it? it was. And when he dropped and went down, and then we went down to him and just looking over him and seeing, you know, yep. big thick, you know, antlers yeah. that he had, and big dark black antlers, yeah. and yeah. his teeth worn down, and just finding out more about the animal and getting up that close to it, yeah, and stuff like yeah. That, you yeah. Know, all of it. It's just the whole experience. And Who they, cares about getting something up on your wall that's exactly got twenty six right. points or something ridiculous? Yeah. You know, yeah. I would much rather tell the story of yeah. how the hunt went. And not about the guide, about you know the experience you can get from the guides. I learned a lot about the gear that I use as well. Mm. Yeah. Like I've, you know, pretty much only ever hunted in Tassie. Mm. Um, but, you know, like I've never understood why people wear like um, the big high-waisted... Gators. Uh, high-waisted. High no, no, like the big high-top boots. Sort yeah, of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. I got over there and Zane was wearing it and I was like, oh, yeah, he's one of those yeah. weirdos that wear them. And then I'm like <laughs> breaking my ankles yeah, in my behind yeah, boots yeah. walking through there. And yeah. even little things like my bag, like up until, because I've got a new backpack. I've got a special East. set of boots for New Zealand. They come yeah, out every same. year we go to New Zealand, mate. I said, as soon as I came back, I said, yeah, I'd, yeah I'd get bloody high, yeah, high top ones. Yeah. But even like my bag, the bag that South East gave me, they, um, like up until then, I'd always had bags of zips. And I just, it was one of those things, I'd never used anything else and it is what it is. Then I got over there and I've just got like, uh, you know, those drawstring yeah, pull yeah, bags. Yeah. They just, they don't make noise. Yeah. And it, it yeah. wasn't until I used one of those. Yeah. And, um, and oh, it wasn't even mine. Zane had one. And I was like, oh, like looking at my bag and we'll stop that lunch. I was looking at his. I was like, oh, we've got a similar bag. And I was like, hang on, these don't make noise. Like, yeah. This is just. Yeah. Yeah. And just all the, so much little stuff. The, the stuff that you learn is just endless. Like, yeah. yeah. One yeah. of the yeah. awesome things, when we hunted in South Africa, one of the great things over there is they've got trackers too. So they've got the guides oh, and yeah. the trackers. Yeah. And Jess hunted um, some zebra over there. Yeah. And obviously they're herd animals. Yeah, yeah. So she shot one and they, it ran off with the herd. And this tracker was like, yep, that's that's his footprint there. And like all of these the, footprints yeah, the that were just the yeah. wounded one out of all of the tracks of the whole herd. Yeah, right. And like, so picking like, that little, there was like a slightly heavier imprint, yeah, yeah. Like imprint on, on the, the opposite, opposite side. one to mm. what was like the side that it was. It was pretty amazing. I, yeah. Like, I consider myself not by any means that level of tracker but yeah. I consider myself to be reasonably good at, yeah. at following the animal seeing yeah. the sign you know kind of picking up where they go yeah, yeah. you know I've, I mean the kids at times have watched me run off after a wallaby that we've shot or something like that and they've gone what the hell is that doing you know yeah. and and he's never going to find that if he's and, wearing his glasses he's really good if he's not nowadays nowadays the glasses are important and uh, but you know dragging this wallaby, wallaby back out by the yeah. tail after 100 metres or something like this and, yeah. and away you go but these guys, you know, it's just next level. Yeah. It, they it's won't whole even next stop. Level. It's not like, you know, stopping to look for blood. They'll just be walking through and be like, yeah, there's blood there, there's blood there. Yeah. And it, it'll be little That's... bits like this yeah. in the red sand yeah. that they'll find. Or you'll lose and... lose the blood altogether. Yeah. They'll lose the blood because the, the wound will start to, to, to close over. Yeah. Um, or they're, they're running, they're galloping too far or yeah. something like that in the case of the zebra. 
Um, and uh, and he'll see the prints. And he, he did this with us. Mm. He showed us the prints and he said, that's the wounded animal. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, there's like... <laughs> yeah. 500 zebra prints yeah. right here, you yeah. know, and I'm thinking bullshit, you know, this, this guy's, he's just showing us a furphy, you know, yeah. you know, why yeah. he Aussies pulled that won't out. Know shit. Anyway, anyway, he says that that's the wounded animal, and and no kidding, within within about, oh, I reckon eight or nine feet, yeah, he's followed that same track, yeah. and there's a there's a blood splatter, you bugger, and I, I'm I I'm like, mate, he's picking yeah. it mate, as he's you know. walking by and pointing it out to us, and then I'm going. Wait a second, come yeah, back, show yeah, me, where yeah. was that after yeah. he pointed it out? Yeah. Because I still couldn't find yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it was amazing. So those experiences, I think they exist around the world, you know, if you're willing for to sure. take them. For and sure. uh, and it is it is just amazing for, for yeah. anyone if you if you get on the right experience and with the right people. It's it's just fantastic. Um, let's segue there into politics. Yep. A little bit of the political stuff. Yeah. So so Lord of the Lettuce becomes political. <laughs> so what what happened there? <laughs> Um, oh, what did happen? Oh, it started a couple of years ago and I'd just like, you know, watching the news and reading stuff in the paper and the things you see on Facebook and all that sort of stuff. But watching the, it all started like watching the videos, how it originally started was watching these videos, seeing them on the news, the way that like these politicians talk to each other in parliament and stuff. Yeah. And just yell and scream over the top of You mean of like preschool children? Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. all Worse that. Than I. And I, like I'd watch it. And it, and it had just, it had bugged me. Right. And then it, that sort of happened and happened. I'm thinking you thought you were missing out or something. No, 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 no. no. It used to get me. I'm, I'm thinking like, if it's you like, did that yes, in I like... Yes, I want to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking like, if you did that in a pub, you'd get knocked out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And it, like, no other business person could do that. If you were no. hired in any private organisation and you treated your employees or your co-workers yep. like that, mm. you'd be yep. out the door in seconds. Mm. So, yeah, and probably sitting in a fair work call yeah. with the ombudsman, you know. So now I just started, it, it just got to me. And then it wasn't after like a couple of months, you know, I was thinking, I was like, why is this getting to me so much? Like, what, what is, yeah, what exactly is it? And then, you know, thinking about it and all this sort of stuff, I just thought, this is a bit nuts. Like, the... It, it got to me that much. I thought, stuff it. I'm gonna, I want to have a go. And seeing some of like the stupid decisions that get made and the, the things that they're t- like talking about that are just, mm. are just so far fetched. Mm. So I mean, I, I, I think, oh, my understanding. A lot of people get into politics. They've got like a very clear. This is what I want to do. This is how I'm gonna do it. You know, all that sort of stuff. But for me, it sort of was never like that. It was like I'm unhappy with the whole, you know, like a lot broader sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So then I messaged the. Um, the Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party and said, oh, like, I'm, I think it literally said, like, I'm fed a gut or, like, I'm fed up. I want to put my hand up and have a go sort of thing. Yeah. And went in and had a meeting with them and they said, yeah, like, we'd be keen to sort of have you on board. And then I was going to go um, in the federal election, but, you know, you've got to spend a fair bit of time in Canberra and having a young family. I thought, mm. oh, no, oh, that's right. And then the missus got pregnant. So I was like, yeah, so I just, you know, can it for a bit. Yeah. And then the whole thing with the parking meter happened um, and I was just like, Getting everyone to sort of rally behind that, and then um, I think people yeah. are still ticked off about that. Oh, 100 percent. Well, Adrian, <laughs> he uh, he rang me up, and he was like, "Dude, he's like, you know, you're doing what you'd be doing now, essentially, but you yeah. could, you know, yeah. be, be actually getting paid for it instead of doing it out of the kindness of your heart or whatever." Yeah. So, well, it's funny you should ask. Um, um, yeah, I want to have a go, sort of thing. Yeah. So it's, yeah, and then decided to to run down the hill. My family's got a shack down there that my grandmother brought in 1983. I think it was. Yeah. Right. Um, on Bruni, so yeah, but no, that's sort of it. Yeah, I, I don't really have. There's no like you know, 
uh, you know, it's not like, oh, we need to change firearm laws or climate change is ridiculous or, you know, yeah. we need to do this, we need to do that. I, there's never been like one big thing that I think I want to change this. It's just more that I've been Generally pissed off. just discontent with the way yeah. that the whole thing works. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I sort of thought, oh, why not sort of thing. Yeah. I'd, I'd have a go. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest problem with some of that stuff is just how disconnected people are. Yeah. And I think that that's what we need more of is people who are the kind of boots on the ground, you know, they're just living life, they're normal people, they're family people, that's, you know, yeah. they're dealing with all of the issues that we're changing laws for or we're debating in yeah. parliament and having those people do it. Because I think you get these people and they end up in politics and they're there for 10, 15, 20 years yeah. and they become so far removed yeah. from what it's like for the everyday person yeah. because they're so caught up in the bickering and yeah. the complaining and whinging that goes on in parliament. Yeah. They just don't understand anymore. Uh, I shared a video the other day of um, when good old ScoMo was in Hawaii when half the country was on fire mm. and um, old mate who was standing in for him, he said, oh, they asked, it was like, do you think it's appropriate that... Um, that ScoMo's in, in Hawaii and they didn't even come close to answering the question. It was, yeah. it was oh, well, you know, my just government's done this. It, yeah. yeah, this and that. And yeah. I was watching and I was, and it just shits me because I watch yeah. and I think, do, do you, like, it annoys me that they think that people are that dumb to buy yeah. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know? but they, but they the never answer the question. The surprising no. thing is they, they actually do and it, this, it, it just blows me away because yeah. you know, so, some people just do. And I used to write the QTBs, the question time briefs, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I worked at a senior level here in government for a number of years. Yeah. Um, and uh, and this was during Nick McKim's time, which was... That been fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I wrote a number of the QTBs for a particular... One, yeah. of, one of the business, one of the, the, the GBEs here, the, um, which is a government business. And I, I call them a SOC, state-owned company. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, and they smell like socks, and, and after probably five days in New Zealand, <laughs> and uh, but um, uh, you know those those QTBs that you'd write were were points of deflection. Mm. That's all they were. Yeah. So every time they were asked a question, all they do, and they don't actually know the topics. Do you mm. realise that? A lot yeah. of the topics they're going to talk about, they don't know the topics. Yeah, okay. So they go in there and they're they're like the minister for bloody whatever, yeah. you know, you know, pink skin people, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah. uh, and and uh, and and so that they they don't know what pink pink skin people are because yeah. they're they're yellow you know, yeah. themselves or something I don't know whatever yeah uh, who knows what? but but um, <laughs> I'm still I'm, I'm, example, I'm still with you I'm still yeah, with you yeah, yeah. so 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 the point the point is they they're removed from the subject they yeah. don't actually know the subject well at all yeah and so. What they do is they get these QTBs and, and 15 minutes before they go into an interview or a session or an activity, yeah. they'll read through these things and it's got like, you know, somewhere between 8 and 12 points of deflection for them, yeah. right? So they'll be asked genuine questions like, you know, hey, you know, pink skin people burn in the sun really quick, you know, yeah. that's an issue. Why don't we get, you know, SFP50 for all pink skin people? And they'll go, yeah, okay, so... The cars on the road at the moment, yeah, you know, yeah. are an issue with this, you know, yeah. and we need more parking and we yeah. need blah blah blah. And all they do is they use these points of deflection. Yeah. They they never answer the question, yeah. right? And that's written by someone else yeah. that they're, you know, they're a minister of that business, right? Yeah. And so whatever the questions are will be obviously closely associated to that business yeah. or that organisation. Yeah. But the points of deflection are designed. Not to answer the questions we know that are hot topics. Yeah. 
right? Because they don't want to be seen as controversial. Yeah. That's point number one. They don't want to be seen as controversial. Yeah. And all the things you'll see on TV are about them not being controversial. Yeah. Well, it's just bullshit. Is, yeah. Nobody wants start, that. We yeah. want the answer, the damn question, yeah. bro. Well, yeah. if they start the answering the question, they have to actually know the answer themselves and they have to be able to answer follow-up questions. Yeah. Too. Well, it's and not. That, that like, actually isn't the issue. The issue isn't whether they answer the question or not. The issue, the issue is whether their party agrees. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this is what happens when someone speaks out of turn. You'll get someone that speaks out of turn and then the party will go, no, we don't agree with that. Mm. You know, and they'll almost ostracise them. I, you know. I put something up when it was first came out. It was like, you know, Garrett Cameron candidate to shoot a piss and palms mm. party. I can't remember what it was, but I put something up <coughs> on Facebook and <coughs> it was sort of a bit, oh, well, it was along the lines of the normal stuff that I yeah. do. And uh, this fella commented on it commented on it and he was like oh you know did this get approved by the shooter fish the famous party like media team first and i was like laughing myself and i wrote it and i said no and i was like mate this is my views on it and i said you know at the end of the day if they don't like it i'm sure they'll tell me to piss off or i'll, <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. Or I'll tell them like i'm yeah. not gonna you know and i mean the reason that i message them is because i suppose out of everyone i mean that my my morals and values and beliefs are uh, extremely closely aligned with everything that the shooters fish and farmers yeah that sort of yeah. thing is There'd be no point me trying to run for Labor or the Greens or something like that and just trying to twist and mould sure? myself. Are you sure? No, try and like twist yeah. and mould myself into that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's... Yeah. Oh, it'd just be inauthentic, wouldn't it? Be a lie, yeah. really, you know? Which yeah. is the exact yeah. thing that you don't want. Yeah. No, exactly. exactly. One of the things that annoys me the most about our government, and I, if there was one thing that I would want to change about the way that government is run, yeah. it's cabinet reshuffles. <laughs> I just... The, the my, expenses my associated is, with no, it. My mind is blown by the idea of putting someone in a role for two or three years and mm. saying, you're the Minister of Transport. Yep. Spend two or three years actually learning what the flip it is that yeah. you do as the Minister yeah, of Transport. Because they don't yeah. have any idea to begin with. Yeah. So they actually might finally figure some, some of it out yeah. over the two to three years. And then we go... Right, it's time for a cabinet reshuffle. You're yeah. another Minister of Health. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with what you In knew In three and a half before. years, you know how many times Nick McKim visited our business? No. Twice. Yeah? Three and a half years. Twice. Yeah, and right. both of them were for media activities. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, what the hell do you know? Yeah. About yeah. anything to do with what you're the Minister of? But then you they're know. like, now, I'm why sure, isn't anything I'm sure working? different people are different and yeah. some people might get more involved and stuff like that. But yeah. at, at the end of the day, and and... You know, you would think that if you're going to take control of something like yeah. that and be responsible for it, yeah. that word responsible for me means something. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. And so you've got to actually go and do something mm. about that. And, and you've you got to say, to be well, an expert to begin with, but at least make yeah. the effort to learn about it and try and get that, that learning curve yeah. and start a new job. You know, you don't yeah. necessarily know everything you need to know, mm. but it's on yeah. you to then take that responsibility yeah. to go and try and figure out as much as you can mm. yeah. to do your job properly. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like politicians are the worst people yeah. for not doing that. I get and a lot of. I'm not just trying to single out Nick McKim either. I mean, I reckon a lot of them are like that. Yeah. You know, ninety percent of them are like that. Yeah. I mean, I've got no time for Nick McKim whatsoever. But, but. <laughs> I'm not trying to single out yeah. Nick McKim. But he sucks. that's the problem. <laughs> that, that that is the problem. None yeah. of them care. They're yeah. just taking a paycheck yeah. and a QTB. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And they just they just spew out this gaff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, no, it does. But yes, so I, that that's how it all started for yeah. me. Sort of thing. It was I was the same. I just got frustrated and like. Yeah. I, I mean, I've said to a few people, like, these, these, you know, career politicians, these guys that have been in it for ages and sort of stuff, they will always blitz me, like, with reeling off stats and numbers and yeah, this and that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's, you know, I have no issue. If I, I was on, I had to do a radio interview with ABC and there was, like, 
couple things they asked me, I was, you know, said, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it is what it is. You can't yeah, have absolutely. the answers to everything, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, but that sounds more authentic than just reeling off That's, that's what I generally think instead of being like, oh, well, I don't have that answer, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about well, they don't even hunting? say that. They yeah. just change the subject. Yeah. 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 I've got this statistic about something that has nothing to do yeah. with yeah. that. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. So many people too, they don't want to get involved in politics at all because they think it's controversial or because they think that, you know, it's just too much hassle or they they don't care about politics. And um, it's there's a picture that's been going, it was a quote from some woman and she said something along the lines of, if you're not interested in politics and you're not interested in your lifestyle, you're not interested in what happens before. Oh, that was, you know, well, Lorraine had that, I think. There's lots, yeah. there, there's, you know, all these things. And that to me, it hits the nail on the head. Mm. That, you know, especially as, and if we take out Hunter specifically, you know, as a group of people, yeah. if we just sit there and go, oh, well, no, I don't care about politics. I just want to head out in the bush and I just want to yeah, hunt my yeah. animals and I just want to be left alone, you know, that's fine. Yeah. But then you can't then go back and complain about all the laws that yeah. are changed and the rules that are made. when Because you've had no input. Yeah, because yeah. You, you've yeah. taken no time out of your day to work out who it is that you're voting for yeah. and what they stand for. Yeah. Because in a place like Australia, it's compulsory voting. So we all have to yeah. vote for someone at the end of the day. Yeah. Our vote yeah. goes towards someone. So you're better yeah. off making sure that you are informed yeah. and being that little bit involved so that it actually does matter, you know, and it yeah, does mean yeah. something. And, it, and it's in line with what your morals and your values are. Yeah. You know? mm. Mm. Yeah, it's certainly an interesting one. Um, mm. I mean, I've always hated politics and I mm. still hate politics, but I find myself like you yeah. drawn more to a point where I need to do something, yeah. whether that's just help out or yeah. whether that's yeah. Yeah. just represent in some way yeah. or, um, you know, because if we don't, we're going to lose everything exactly. we hold dear, you exactly. know, which is dear. And so, you know, that, that kind of thing is, it, mm. it's important to make sure that, and I've said this, I've probably repeated this a million times, even in the last 12 months, that the culture of hunting is something that we need to progress, yeah. not regress, mm-hmm. you know, and we need to be able to present that back to society in a sensible way, yeah. you know, um, in a way that they can understand why there's a need, yeah. but also to keep that culture alive because yeah. it is a genuine culture. It's yeah. something that it's about understanding the land. It's about understanding yep. the animals. It's yep. more than just pulling a trigger. Yeah, yeah. You know, people think you just turn up in the bush and yeah. you go bang and everything drops. Nice, it's like, oh, just easy? killed yeah. 50 animals. You know, yeah. it's like, no, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. If, if, if you if you're hunting for crop protection, that's completely different than, than actually hunting for your own food and on yeah. foot, you know, yeah. and things like this. Hunting and, and shooting are two different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. And and um, I'm sure lots of people would argue with it, but to me, hunting is just, it's like, it's honest. You know, you, can't, yeah. you really find it hard to fudge your way through hunting if you don't have the skill. Like, it humbles yeah. you really quickly when you're out in the bush and you're on your own or you're with one or two other people, yeah. you know, and you've got to work it out for yourself mm. and it's you against the animals. It's a really humbling experience. Yeah. And so it's not just about being a hunter or preserving the ability to go out and shoot an animal. Yeah. It's about preserving that ability to actually partake in something that's honest, something yeah. that, you know, you're connecting back to the land. Yeah. You're actually involved in something real, like just being out in nature, you know, it's like a deep breath. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. just relaxes you and centers you again. Yeah. And being able to preserve that for us and supporting a, a, a party like the Shooters Vicious Farmers Party. And that's not all they're about either, you know, like you were saying about your morals and things like that. Yeah. And the type of people that are involved in hunting, they are all kind of generally 
Yeah. They share similar values. They share <laughs> yeah. similar lifestyles. Mm. You know, it's rural. It's they like mm. being in the outdoors and yeah. And so we do kind of share the same values. So supporting that kind of party and making sure that we can keep that kind of life, lifestyle alive mm. is important to mm. me. I think certainly. And the, the continued family. learning thing, I've always found great as well. I mean, you know, the yeah. the I mean, I like we've been lucky enough and blessed enough, I guess, to 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 take a number of different animals, different species, and stuff like that, and. And you learn mm. things about each each one. Yeah. You know, it's each, it's each ridiculous different how animal different and... each deer is. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like you just like the the deer. Yeah. You just look a bit different. Yeah. yeah. But each one has their own little characteristics. Yeah. Like yeah. like the chittle deer, they like to be in cover. Yeah. They don't like to be out in the open. Yeah. yeah. Whereas other deer will like like yeah, to go out in the fields yeah. and stuff. Get out in the middle of nothing. Yeah. Exactly. I had no idea about the whole like the big. Um, oh, the, the ivories. Yeah, yeah. The ivories. Yeah, we've so, got some on the desk over there. Yeah, well, yeah. I went, when I shot this red yeah. and then, like, um, yeah, it came to that. I was like, what the hell are they? <laughs> and, uh, and Zane was like, oh, that, you know, that's from, um, oh, he said it was like back when they're dinosaurs sort of thing. And yeah. he was calling it ivory. And I was like, is it actually ivory? And he's like, uh, I don't really know. Yeah. I was like, yeah. can I keep them? Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. I brought them back with me. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah I had no idea about that. We haven't done anything with them. Oh, they're literally into... just sitting there with still little chunks of meat on them. And we're like, I took mine into um into Maybank Jewelers and to get uh, a necklace made for me and yeah. to, uh, a ring for Chantel the other one yeah like okay. obviously trimmed up so it's yeah. like this yeah. Yeah. yeah so no chance was... of meat left no 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 <laughs> so yes something like that out of yeah. it but because I what, did you, what, did you here's a tooth no no well see I, I planned I bought them back because like, when yeah. we when we knocked them out and then like I took photos of them yeah. <coughs> um you know in wicked landscapes over New Zealand then yeah. like right in front of the Christchurch Airport when I was coming back yeah. I was planning on being this surprise, like get it made up and then come home and just be like, oh, look what I did, I'm real cute, you know? Yeah. But I'm shocking with buying like presents and stuff and I didn't want to like get it all made and then Westy to go, that ring's shit, I don't want to wear that. Like, <laughs> so I sort of, I told Thanks, her in the end. you got me a tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I said, oh, do you want to have some input in this? So I told her about it. So she's, yeah, sort of can design it herself. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah. It's really cool being able to do little things like that, isn't it? Like, That's... even just us doing the crop protection and things like that. Yeah. And we went out over the New Year's week and did a home camp, like we just camped out up at Ross and did some crop protection shooting and stuff and we took a home of hair yep. and rabbits. And so I took the skins and the heads and brought them back and I'm, we're tearing them in the shed at the moment and I'm yeah. going to try and make a blanket out of them. That's what I want to do, a rabbit blanket. Yeah, That's what I'm yeah, working yeah. towards at the moment. You just yeah. have to be better than us because I've already pulled the tails off them by accident. Better than Tash. <laughs> I was like rinsing them, <laughs> rinsing them out and I just pulled the tails off and I'm like... Came out and I'm like, I'm sorry, all their butts came off. <laughs> well, at least it's consistent. Yeah, none of them have butts now, so it's fine. But then I'm gonna bring some of them in and I'm gonna make some flies out of their masks oh, yeah. and stuff like that and yeah. try and catch a trout on them and yeah. that kind of like just that whole process of it and yeah. evolving it all. You know, it's really cool. Mm. Like, I mean, we, we have, have so many bites. skins yeah. like this. Yeah. Yeah. My mate, he um he is a knife maker, makes a lot of knives. Yeah. Like most knife makers do. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, I don't know why yeah, I felt the need to explain that. He's a knife maker. He makes knives. Yeah. Um, Brand new information. Yeah, yeah. So he, uh, anyway, so he makes does knives. He, does he have a channel or anything or a social media um, thing? Organic Blades. Organic sure Blades. Yeah, Organic yeah. Blades. Timbo. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, uh, so I went, I haven't done it for a while, but I'd get a heap of casts and then I'd take it to him and, you know, I might give him a dozen casts and then yeah. in trade, he'd make me like a couple of knives or, you yeah. know, sharpen them up and do this and that. And it was brilliant. So I found um, one of the first casts I ever found was in the first batch that I gave to him. And then my, my young fellow, when he was four, I think it was, 
for Christmas, I got him to make him his first knife, like this yeah. little skinny knife. Yeah. And that was really cool, like this cast that I found that I then traded off with yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, to yeah. make my young fella's first knife. I got all yeah. engraved and everything. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, no, I think it's... That's fantastic. It's yeah. pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. There's it's so much of that stuff that you can do. Which oh, is just, yeah. It's just bloody awesome. Yeah, yeah. like in, in the nursery for my, my little girl, we've got a springbok skin. Yeah. And then we've got like... You know, these here, she's got a beaver skin that she lays on. Like, it's yeah. just ridiculous. Like, all of the stuff that we bring back yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good. So, what's next for you in hunting? Uh, oh, the stag season down here. Yeah. That's creeping out. Did you go in the, the local ballot here? I'm going to go in it, but only for the doe season. Yeah. So, I've got yeah, enough, me too. Uh, yeah, I've got enough properties that I can hunt, um, uh, like, stag-wise. Yeah. But purely for an excuse to get out and see more country. Yeah, so yeah, I've, yeah. I've never put it in a ballot. So yeah, thought, we've done the same. Yeah, so we, I, I used to be in the in, like I used to go on the den years ago. Yep. Yeah, yeah, um, I was like only the den because uh, I think they had Soldiers Marsh and a couple of others yep. back then as well. But um, the den was just the easiest yeah. to take the kids to while they were younger. Yeah, and then it started to become a bit of a war at the den. Yeah. You know, there was a whole heap of politics between Connorville and and, and (laughs) these and some some idiot shooters up there as well that were just doing the wrong thing, you know, and um and uh It didn't seem like a good place to take the kids up. Yeah, that's right. It got to the point where I just said I've had enough and and I'm not gonna take the kids up here and yeah and that kind of thing. So um, so, but this year's the first year then I've decided that, that we'll go back in because they've yeah. opened up the season. Um, yeah. that gives us a better opportunity to grab more meat throughout the year. Yeah. Um, and explore, and explore a, a number of different places. Yeah. Which yeah, well, that was the other thing, like, yeah. because it was, you can get your yeah, one stag and two yeah. does or three does yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, I was the same. We'd go up there and cause it's you now a three hour drive for me to go up yeah. uh, to hunt, which is, you know, it's a bit of a fuel, yeah. food yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And especially when I go up in the stag season, like um, I've only just bought a quad bike recently, but before that I could only really hunt on the weekends when there's other guys up there. Because yeah. if I shot one, I'd have Buckley's chance of, of getting it out myself. Yeah. But now the season's a lot longer and it's unlimited doe tags. That's what I thought. No, you're going to do sorry, what the New Zealanders do and just backpack it. <laughs> I'm not quite that fit. <laughs> but the, um, the uh, yeah, so I thought, yeah, I'll put like... Um, one uh, one a month in sort of thing, yeah, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Ju- just go out for the doe season. Yeah, yeah. So. And hopefully it will take a bit of that pressure off because I think ta- like we've got a bit of a catch twenty two here in Tassie with hunters that you do get a lot of not a lot but you do get some people doing the wrong thing and being idiots. But yeah. some of that too is caused by the fact that you had such a limited time to do anything yeah. in, and you had such limited yeah. access. If you don't don't have access to private property, yeah. Yeah. you had such limited access to public yeah. land. And so it pushed people to do stupid yeah. things because they were out of desperation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it bred that kind of attitude, I think, among yeah, hunters. Yeah. So I'm hoping yeah. that by opening up a, a little bit more and giving hopefully, people a more Hopefully what space. it ends up moving to is, I'd, like, I'd actually like to see, for the doe season at least, not the stag season, but they even remove the ballot for that. Yeah, Just like um, Victoria and New South yeah. Wales. As long as you're registered, you've yeah. got you, yeah. you've got your, your your paid your deer, you know, hunting permit mm. and everything yeah. else. You can go and hunt these areas, yeah. you know, during that time of year, mm. you know, and um, and away you go. I think a lot of people they assume that because deer are, I mean, in Tasmania they're the most prized animal, I suppose, that we can yeah. hunt, yeah. and that from a not from like people looking at it from a non-hunting perspective, they'd think, oh, if we open it up and so like. That people are just going to be out there just blasting deer left, right, yeah. and centre. I mean, shooting deer is hard. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to go out there and shoot them just to leave yeah. them to, you know, yeah. you yeah. do it for meat or yeah. for, you know, like for a reason. Yeah. 
But yeah, so no, it's stag season down here and then I'm um, uh, over to the high country in uh, September. Yeah, oh, right, eh? Um, yeah, trying yeah. to. Yeah. Mm. Is there anywhere that you really want to go? In the world or in Australia or? Both. Australia first, then the world. I haven't thought, I mean, I've just come back from New Zealand. That was like, <laughs> I was like, my whole life was like, I'm going to go over there. I haven't put really, I definitely, I want to get up the top end. So I went to, oh, four years ago, I went to uh, Flinders Island pig shooting and that was yeah. sick. That was awesome yeah. over there. I've never shot a pig. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's good. I need to do I that. enjoy it. Um, but yeah, so I went over there pig shooting and ever since then, I've, um, like that was very sort of, oh, we shot on this park, um, oh, this farm, Makana Park. And that was very like, um, there's big open plains, like huge paddocks. Mm. Um, and there's also, it backs on a reserve. So there's a lot of like scrubby sort of stuff. And yeah. it just reminded me somehow of like, um, yeah, the top end. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I want to go up there. Without the heat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I actually know it was, it was stinking hot. Was it? Yeah. That it was yeah four years ago and I got burnt like crazy. Yeah. Right. It was nuts. And the dude that like took, I was like in my, in my gear, ready to go. And he's driving me around in like this turbo diesel Pajero with no exhaust in like, footy shorts and, and like thongs and, yeah, a, and a shearer yeah, singer yeah. and he could still move quicker than me yeah. like it yeah. was it was nuts yeah. but no I, I definitely like, yeah as I said I haven't put much thought into it because um, you know I just got back but definitely want to go to the top end and I'd love to shoot like a big buffalo a big scrub or something yeah. like that yeah. that like something that yeah something eyeballing one of those fellas at 60 to 80 metres I can tell you it's, yeah uh, it's good fun yeah. I've seen a lot of yeah like the photos you see and stuff I just think yeah. oh that'd be yeah. brilliant but it's so oh, hunting's so expensive for me yeah. like yeah like i mean it's expensive yeah. for everyone mm. but like i mean the uh the red that i shot like we brought back the cape and everything and um and i said to zane i was like oh can you can um like because he pulled the skin off and he was about to like hoik it and i was like no, no i want to take that back with me he's like oh really and i was like yeah man he's like but it's not the full thing you know the yeah. rest of it's gonna be in the world it's like but it's it's cool you know yeah yeah this is a rug so i like yeah. i mean every deer i've shot like there's 11 that i've got at a taxidermist at the moment mm. Um, I've got 10, and I think there's like another, I don't know how many in my freezer, yeah. but there's a lot, because everyone I shoot, like even does and stuff, yeah. and it's like, that looks cool, like that. Yeah, that yeah. Is, mate, you know? we've got two freezers oh, full Mum and Dad skins. are always whinging at us to take the <laughs> And I, I am, mate, I've yeah. got, you got to get those skins yeah. done, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, uh, We have no more places to put them, though. Yeah. Like, we're running out of room for heads. And we're running out of floor space for skins. Start putting them on the roof. Or something. <laughs> like, oh, maybe we should just yeah. like start stitching a carpet out of them and we'll really creep people out when they come yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, your floor's you know, made of um, animal skins. Talking about talking about have just the tail, like the 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 arse end and stuff yep. like this of the skins and stuff like that. Yeah. We like when we went to Africa, I got them to make um uh two gun bags. Mm. I got oh, to, yeah. I, I got them to make so I, I got a gun bag made out like of it. sable. Yeah. Um, just out of the arse. Yeah. So the the bit you're not going to use yeah, and yeah. mount it. You They're know? actually called something that. Um, not arse end. Yeah. So I think we got your yeah. zebra one done as well. Yeah. 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 They're called In, back skins. Yes, that's it. They're back skins. Not arse yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, it's an arse end to me, but <laughs> but um, so I'm going to have an arse end rifle case. Yeah, that's weird. And I'm, I'm getting the back skin done just as a rug. Like, yeah. It's it's like basically from the hips down yeah. of my Nyala as well, because they've got really cool stripes on them yeah, and like yeah. the tail yeah. is really cool. So yeah. we're just getting that done. So you yeah. can actually do something with them. Yeah. Right? yeah. And you don't have to chuck them away if you want to do, no. do something with them. But 
you know, the funny thing is, all of this stuff, like there's boutique shops in Melbourne and even yeah. one or two here, yeah. selling coasters of deer skin, you yeah. know, and I like four of some. them, yeah. and they're 10 bucks each. No, 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 I bought some for, it was a four pack and it was like, $40 50, or something. Yeah, it was like $52 or something, and I was like, I'm going to buy never it, let but... her let it down. Man, like, I was so, I'm like, it was how much skin we got yeah. in there? <laughs> it, it was like really 50 cool. bucks for yeah. this. Yeah. Like, oh. Jeez, and anyway. no, they yeah, would I've only just started tanning stuff myself. Yeah. But I'm not yeah. game enough to do any of my deer skins yet. Yeah. In case you know, because you know, I've got heaps of kangaroos and rabbits down there and I'm still just not quite game enough to do deer because What just what a flat skin you're talking or are you yeah. talking your cape? No, 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 just a just yeah, like yeah. a to yeah. do yeah. a rug yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah right. How do you do it? So I actually uh, found a lot of it out watching your guys' videos. <laughs> <laughs> found it out. I had a that bit was, of an we idea. Just taught ourselves like yeah. trial well, and error. I, I sort of did the same. Like I bought the tanning kit and I'm reading on the back yeah. of how to do, yeah. and it's like looks like it's like badly translated from China, Chinese <laughs> or something. So I did the first one. Um, yeah, just like scraped it with this half-ass rake, you know, scraped yeah. thing, and tanned it all, and then just put it over like a clothes area, yeah. sort of to dry, and then put the. Um, the oil solution stuff on afterwards yeah and they came out like cardboard like they were real brittle yeah, yeah. and yeah. Then i was like right you know how do i improve on this sort of thing mm. and then uh the whole pressure washer thing yeah so yeah. i got onto that and i was as i was doing it i was like this is changing my life yeah. <laughs> it was from spending ages like scraping the stuff yeah. to like this yeah. is the best thing ever yeah i did that and actually pegged it out the next time yeah and that came out mint yeah they came yeah. out so good but I'm now still... you need to get the wire brush on them. So the, yeah. the next step, this is what yeah, yeah the, the girls. Careful. I usually do this. Yeah. But I've got an angle grinder and yeah, I've got a yeah. wire yeah, brush dad's connector. Like, oh, you know, I'll do it the easy way, not yeah. the hard way. Yeah. Whereas yeah. we get out with our pipe and we're like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. like Marys, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you can get a you can get a fairly industrial head for a, for an old grinder. Yeah. And it's just a wire brush. Yeah. And you just lightly go over the skin that thins it. I've heard of that, but I've never been. That's game. A, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Got game. You do it while it's still pegged out. Yeah, okay. Before you cut uh, the See, we have that yeah. many yeah. that it's kind of like, oh, we'll yeah, just try Experiment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. But, but yeah. I've, I'm the, like, all my deer skins, like I've got a white one, I've got like a real black one and all that, and I've sort of like, now I think I've got, you know, I've covered most bases. Yeah. And I think, oh yeah, so if I get a professional to these, then the next one, then I can, now that I've got like really nice ones, I won't be as upset if I yeah, read yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the same thing, man, like I shoot one, and then I'll like get down, I'm like, oh, Man, this just looks majestic. Like, yeah. maybe, maybe the next one I'll yeah. try. Can we give it to Tash? She'll pull their butts off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. Speaking yeah. of Arsens, I think this is about the last end of this conversation, eh? Well, I was just about <laughs> to ask him about his favourite rifle first. Oh, okay. We don't even know what what he shoots. Um, Two seventy. I've got, I've got a few. I've got uh, eleven, ten, ten guns, eleven. Oh, I'm not sure. We really shouldn't tell everyone that. No, no, no. I probably should edit He's got it. two guns. Yeah. <laughs> They're both uh, ones he has in an arsenal. arsenal. <laughs> yep. no. really, next thing to come out is Lord of the Lettuce has an arsenal in it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, like, that's not a big collection considering like some people. I'm not even going to start. <laughs> no, my, oh, I don't know. Like, so the first gun I ever got was uh, I bought a, um, a CZ 22 Magnum. Yeah. And it was mint. And I've had it like yeah, as long as I had my gun license, and that was awesome. So that definitely holds a, a nice spot in my heart. Yeah. Um. Then the next gun I bought was my two seventy, so yeah. I could shoot deer with. That's wicked as well. What kind is it? Uh, Tiger T three light. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, so that's, 
stainless barrel. Yeah, well, my, my 270 is uh, is blued. Yeah. But then I put the same gun in stainless in the 357 Magnum. Yep, yep. Useless for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, a lot of fun. Yeah, I just yeah. love it. Like, yeah. it's, it's got I've got a little red dot scope on it sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. It's, you should have kept the iron sights on it. I've, I've still got them, but I, yeah. I couldn't, I don't know whether I'm like just half retarded or what, which is probably pretty likely, <laughs> but I just couldn't seem to get the, I couldn't seem to adjust them. So, yeah, right. and, I, and I didn't want to scope on it at all. And then I went yeah. in there, I was like, something minimalistic. So, yeah. and that was the, you know. It's the just, red dot. Yeah, I can't shoot with iron sights. Yeah. I, I just can't do it. I, I mean, I shot a rabbit with it with iron sights when I first got it. That was like... I, it, I just it, like, 57 Magnum. Yeah, It was all I had. Well, it wasn't too bad because like, I just took like the top of the head out. So I was, just, and I was by myself and I'm like, he why is anyone here? I see this. Yeah. It was... Out of the concussion. But no... He jumped off his horse first. Yeah. Removed it from the scabbard, you know. <laughs> yeah. But no, probably my favourite rifle is useless as it is for anything it'd be my 357 magnum i think and yeah. i i don't know why but it's yeah just perfect rifle if you're scrub hunting pigs well that's that's the big thing so when i bought it i was i'm in between getting a because they make them in 3030 or yeah. 357 yeah um i was like oh 3030 i was like no nah, not really and then i thought well it'd be good well actually i bought it because i've got a little i used to have a little suzuki sierra yeah so they're real short and i could keep it like up on the back window when i was driving around the farm not on the road <laughs> Um, and so it was good. It was good for that. And then I was like, oh, this, yeah, it'd be wicked to go and hunt pigs because I really do like pig hunting. I just yeah. don't get to do enough of it. So yeah. that was the other thing I thought. It'd be mint if I get go back up the top end and yeah. somewhere and go and hunt some pigs. And, yeah, yeah. yeah so. no, good rifle for that, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. And what about, uh, um, just as the last thing yep. before we go, if you could hunt anything in the world, kind of tapping oh, onto what Tasha's question was See, before. Okay, Ask me some I'll, easy questions. I'll yeah. give you what, what Dad and I want to hunt. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in either yeah. Russia or North America. Yeah. Um, or wolves. Uh, I mean, I'm. Anything. I, I actually, wolves has always been up Elephant? there for me. Nah, nah. Lion? I, I reckon like a moose. Yeah. Like moose I'd, would be amazing. A cool. big moose or a big elk. Mm. Yeah. That would be cool. Um, or, yeah, like a massive buffalo or something like that. Yeah. But th- that'd probably be my pick out of. Yeah, anything sort of on planet Earth. Bears, uh, wolves are definitely I'd be keen to do. Yeah. Well, we we know a place you scared. can get one bear. That's... Is it one bear and two wolves? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. I, I want to. Like I wanna you become that. the hunters when you hunt wolves. Well, the, a fellow that I hunt with now, he was saying when he went up there uh, over to North America hunting bears, and he said there was like him and his guide in this tiny little tent, and they had like the stretcher on either side of their sleeping bag, and he had his 300 Magnum, went up the spout, ready to go, and yeah. it sat between them. Yeah. And like, he's telling me a story on there, like, you yeah, actually what? <laughs> he said, yeah, and he said, like, yeah, you'd be laying there like this for night time, you hear a bit of rustle, it's just, 
that like <laughs> first reaction is to grab the gun. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's when you that's, need a pistol. That's yeah. But I thought, no, nah, that'd that'd be a bit much for me. Yeah. So no, most elk on um yeah, like a big buffalo. I'd be after a big bull tough. With the, I don't I don't care that much about the horns, like I want some nice horns. Yeah. But I just want one with a huge big blonde mane on it. Like that big was, winter I, coat. I had no interest in tar at all. Like when I went over there, uh, when I went over to New Zealand because Zane he also guides a lot of tar and he was like, Oh, you know, what do you think about tar? And I was like, Yeah. It's just a know. goat. Yeah, and I was like, oh, they're not really, I'm not really I into love that much. Goats. Well, that, we went into these gun shops and I'm like seeing these tars mounted mm. on the wall. Yeah. And I was like, they look amazing. Yeah. yeah, I was yeah. like, it's wicked. Yeah. And that was the reason that I brought my goat back because it's similar to that one up there, but yeah. it's jet black and just had this like massive yeah, ruff on yeah. it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he's yeah. the business. Yeah. He, so, got, yeah. he got mounted just a tad, with his head just a tad too high because he's actually got a really long beard. Yeah, okay. And uh, you can kind of see how thick it is, yeah, yeah. you know, underneath. Just but, likes um, to sit there and touch it when but I I, sh- I I shot him purely because he was jet, but like feral animal, yeah. you know, yeah. and and uh, and so they want them gone. But yeah, um, yeah. I didn't shoot him for horns or anything, no. else, just because he looked fantastic. Yeah, and yeah. I was the same, same yeah. as this goat. I mean, yeah. hey, the uh, Zane explained to me that goats are like possums over there. Yeah. Like they're just yeah. everywhere. That's and right. I was like, oh, can you can you you know cut this out? I want to get it mounted. And he yeah. was like, what is wrong with you? He said to me later on that night, we're having a beer. He was like, you know, like the the first day of hunting. He was like, you know what I thought like when you were. You know, he shot this first enemy, like, can you cut this out? He's like, oh, I thought this was just going to be the shittest trip ever. <laughs> you'd want me to cape it. You know, you'd be shooting pigs like this and you'd want me to cape them out. And you'd be, you know, like, all of this. And I said, no, it's just for that reason, just because it's the same. It's just yeah. jet black, big gruff. Yeah. And, well, actually, yeah. last year they went to New Zealand and I was pregnant at the time, so I couldn't yeah. go. And I said to dad, all I want, because the last time we went, I, I didn't shoot a goat. Yeah. But my partner did, and oh, he didn't so cape one out. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "You need to cape one out. I want a goat skin." Yeah. And he, he was like, "No." Nah. I was to so cape mad. Yeah. It's not so bad. And yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's awesome. they stink. Stick. Yeah, that was. And so I said to Dad this time, I'm like, "Whatever you do, if you shoot a goat, yeah. cape it out for me. I want it for the baby's room." Uh, yeah. And he did, and I was like, "Is it jet black?" And he's like, <laughs> "No, nah, it's, it's got some stuff on it." Yeah. It'll go. So she did. She did get a skin. I did. At the end of the day. Anyway, mate, listen, thanks very much for, for no coming on the podcast with it. It's been absolutely fantastic. My pleasure. Um, we'll, um, you know, certainly enjoy hearing from you and, yeah. and seeing how well you go with the politics and yeah. stuff like that as well. And people Thing can find funny. you on Facebook, yeah? Lord yeah, of the Lord of the Lettuce. Yeah. Or Garrett yeah. Cameron, SSFP person. Candidate, candidate. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I made your page, so I shouldn't know. Oh, there you go. I think it's candidate for the SSFP. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. Sure. But yeah, I'm on, I'm on all the usual stuff. I'm not too hard to find. So. Yeah, yeah, no worries. No, thanks again. It's been really good. Um, no worries. Hopefully, you know, sometime in the future, we'll probably get you back for a laugh. Yeah, well, and hopefully then, I'll have some more stories to tell soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. Um, we'll see how we go with um, um, seeing if you can get up to the NT as well. Yeah, that'd, that'd, be, yeah. that'd be an interesting trip for you. It would, hmm. Definitely. No, that is one of my goals. Especially one of my mates, he's been doing it heaps recently and he keeps sending me like photos and videos. Yeah, and yeah. Just, I'm like, can you stop? Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. I mean, yeah. it, like hunting the buffalo, um, just even though we're finished, but hunting the buffalo is awesome. Mm. It's fantastic. But yeah. some of it, like it's actually a little bit more exhilarating um, hunting some of the real angry scrub bulls. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And Dad's scrub ball took six shots or something to put it down. Every single one in the engine room. Yeah. And yeah. It just what kept, were you and it Still three hundred. Yeah. Still the buffalo kept, dropped with one. 
It still yeah. kept turning around, and it, like it wasn't trying to take off. It, it just was didn't turning want to die. around and snorching yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like just I, standing I've there. I've got video of, of the final shot. Yeah. And the final shot hits it square in the chest. Yeah. Right? Staunching and it's like, yeah. trying to challenge it. It was just pouring like water and blood. Yeah. You know, and uh, and just thundering blood out its nose. Yeah. That last shot, that it starts like stepping backwards and, it, and like And it was still like, I, I ain't going down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At that point, I would be like, everyone get the gun! Get the we oh, were chasing man. it. We yeah. were chasing it. It turned around and it yeah. staunched us and come at us a bit. And yeah. then Dad put another shot in it. And yeah. Yeah, that final shot, it kind of like stumbled back a bit. Both shoulders broken. Like just yeah. looking at it. Yeah. still walking. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, just unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like real tough. Yeah. That, 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 the stuff out there that's, that's um you know, it's it's wild. It's angry. Yeah. It's yeah. hot. Yeah. You know, it's it, it borders on nasty. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like yeah, yeah, if yeah. this this shit gets hold of you, yeah. you know, it ain't gonna stop. Nah. I mean, it's a bit like Mad Max of the animals. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it it sure. actually reminds me of when we we spoke to. Do you know um, Danny? Um, Boniface. No. Uh, no. Van Brew. Van Brew. Yeah. He's a taxidermist out of Queensland. Yeah. Okay. Um, he got attacked by a buffalo. Yeah, right. He shot one, yeah. um, chased it into the bush, like genuine good shot. Yeah, you know, um, chased it into the bush yeah. and charged him. Yeah, flipped him. He's not a small boy either. Flipped him over the back of the thing. He landed on his feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah hooked his arm, tore, tore him all up. Yeah. You know, really bad. And smashed ribs and yeah, beat the living garbage yeah. out of him. But he survived. Oh, and his son so that's our show. advertisement. Come on, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, want, I want that exact <laughs> experience. We've got a trip for you. Have we got a trip for you? He, he wasn't hunting with us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Garrick. Anyway, for being yeah, on the podcast. Cheers, mate. Um, My and pleasure. Thank you right. for listening as well. Yep, thanks everyone. Um, obviously, you can follow us on Huntjack and I Am Hunter and all that kind of stuff out there. Um, we're on all the socials and everything else, um, Instagram, and there'll probably be a little bit of little thing after this to tell you all about that. So thanks for listening and um, good hunting. Catch you guys on the next one.